Why did a random window just pop up when I was about to do this? <laughs> I'm having tech. You know, a random window and just popped up on my screen. And we are live. No. <laughs> and we are live. Welcome to the last word. Fresh on that Thursday evening campfire. Ebontis, Ty Guy, Travis, just the guys today. I kind of like that. I kind of like that, man. It's been a while. A just bit. the homies at the campfire. So start with just you, man. Just the homies. Just the homies, man. How we doing, man? How you doing, E? Start with you. Doing good. Uh, I mm. put a pin in Elden Ring. I finished it. So Ooh, I finally did. Uh, level 161, 113 hours. Finished it. Had Ooh. pretty much the final stretch to go and then just made a beeline in one afternoon straight through most of the bosses in the finale. I was strong, had a very good sword and just kind of rolled with it. Um, actually beat Melania too before I went to the final boss. So she was good. I missed two main, bo two optional bosses. I think of the two that I missed that they told me and a couple and a, I think two side quests. I'll say I did like 85% of the game, which I don't feel too bad about if, you know, Mostly pretty natural exploring and a couple things are a little crazy, but overall happy to finish that one. Now I've got quite a few indies that I want to work through and, you know, there's definitely some fun stuff. Tunic, Have a Nice Death, a um, couple others I know, um, like Rogue mm -hmm. Legacy 2, I kind of want to try that one. Stanley Parable mm -hmm. I've never played before. So there's definitely some stuff that I want to experience. And now's that good window of got a new season at SD, knock that stuff out. And then we got summer's downtime because there's not a whole lot going on this summer. There's going to be announcements, but there's not going to be a whole lot of games coming out. So that's kind of Very where I'm true. At. Real quick, I, I did see your tweet in reference to Elden Ring. Where is it in the great pantheon of Souls games and overall for your game of the year so far? Haven't played Horizon yet. And as I played Horizon 1 at the start of the year, I'm spacing them just so it's not like 100 hours of Horizon. So fair. I need some separation from it. Right now, it's top, easy, because I haven't played that many different things. Sifu was cool. This, I mean, it doesn't hold a candle, obviously, to Elden Ring. Um, it's, as for the Souls rankings in the series, until Bloodborne is highly renowned by a lot of people, but until that game gets to 60 frames per second patch, I'm not going to go back and play it, so I'm not going to get a vote on it. So until it gets to be 60 <laughs> frames, I'm not going to go play it again because I had a good experience. That was my very first one. Um, and it's what kicked me down the soul's path. And I like I'm glad it was there. I want to go back and play it when it's like 4K 60 on PS5. Until then, it was it was cool. Like for me, Sekiro was very special because that's one of the hardest boss fights I've ever had. I remember. And it's so much more you can't really over-level so much. It is a lot of skill in that one. You do get some abilities that help you adapt, but you get one sword. There's not, like, over-leveling and things. Um, but also, I mean, there's moments in Elden Ring. Like, the Tree Sentinel was my white whale for a little while. That opening guy that, you you know, the big gold horse guy. Uh, he was my white whale for, like, a good while. And then finally I got to a point where I stomped him. But, I don't know. It's like Dark Souls 3. Because I replayed Dark Souls Remastered. Played Demon Souls. Demon's Souls on PS5 is beautiful, but it's got some quality of life stuff you can see they learned from. Dark Souls 3 was a really good step after Bloodborne to be like, okay, got 60 frames per second, felt really good, kind of kept some of the faster motion that they've stuck with, which I appreciate. Um, Sekiro is just special for me because of the final boss in Sekiro. That fight was five to six hours, to, oh, probably combined over a couple of streams, that I finally beat him. 
And that was like one of the hardest like combinations of things to put together. Um, so I don't know between those two, because there are moments in Elden Ring when I'm just like, damn, the vistas, the moments where things flip upside down. If you guys know what I'm talking about, there are th like the first time you're in Stormvale Castle. They're both really I don't I honestly don't know right now. I haven't played Sekiro in so long. Elden Ring so fresh, but Elden Ring has got to be close to probably a number two, I would say. Um, Sekiro, it could be easily be number one, probably then Sekiro. Uh, I haven't played Bloodborne. Again, if Bloodborne gets a 4K60 patch, then I'll go talk about a re-rank. But for me, Elden Ring, Sekiro, probably duking it out, I think, just because of my experiences with both of those were very, very special. So that's where I'm at. Travis, what even? I saw your review. I know what you were finally waiting to uh, release that one. Yeah, weirdly, that I played that game like over a month ago. And so it feels like I didn't even review it. <laughs> you know, like the embargo was so ahead on that one that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that game that I feel like I barely remember. I feel like I mm. played that game last year. Um, but yeah, that my review went live today. I think the game is out tomorrow or maybe even tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific. So, yeah, um, yeah, that that uh, super fun. It's on Game Pass. So if you have that, you should definitely give it a try. It's it's like a four to five hour game uh so you can burn through it pretty quick and it's got a great story fantastic visual style read my review or or watch the video it's i i kind of said everything i want to say in that one but um yeah I had, I had a ton of fun with that game um and then aside from that i'm my destiny raid guide <laughs> that is way too late uh is is gonna be uh, uh live uh fairly shortly on ign um I'm doing some previews on some stuff I can't talk about. And uh, my next review is uh, the Evil Dead game. Uh, that multiplayer, you know, you guys know Evil Dead, right? Ash Williams, Chainsaw Boy. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, I think classic. you might be muted. Sorry, I'm muted. Oh, yeah. yeah, the classic. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're making a video game and I'm going to be reviewing that probably over this weekend. So, Ooh. Um, Keep it busy, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing me. Also helped uh, IGN decide the 25 best PC games uh, today. Okay. We had a, a meeting. We've been narrowing it down from like 500 games to 25. Is so, Half-Life 2 uh, on the top of that list still? No. So uh, the, okay. the list is top, top 25 PC games to play right now. And the context there is that we cut any game that's 10 years older or older off okay. of the list. Um, so it's, it's like recent games and recent ish, you know, it's gotta be in the last 10 years yeah. and, uh, they have to have some like relevancy on the PC platform, like some life to them, like things you should play now we recommend. So, Be curious um, to see that. yeah, we, we just decided on our, on our final 25 in the order. I fought very hard for a game that became number one on the list. So uh, I think if you if you heard me if you heard me t talk about uh unique PC experiences, you probably can guess what ah, that is. But yeah. I'll let the I'll let the uh <laughs> I'll let yep. the, the article speak for itself. Yep. Um, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. What about you, Kyle? What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been yeah, um man. I've been down with the beta squad. So I've been playing this game called Lost Eidolons. And um it's I'm you know I'm I'm lower turn based. I love turn based games. It spoke to me based on the look and, and the setting. So it's kind of like Fire Emblem and Banner Saga had a baby and then tried to be like super narrative JRPG. 
And there's parts of this game where it's absolutely stunning, and then it's other parts of it where I'm like, man, I see why I got this Kickstarter. It's just budget. It's just woo, the frames and the jank. And I'm uh, like, oh. And it could be special, so I'm really rooting for it. But um, yeah, like it, it's just this thing that they do with, with storytelling. Like in-game storytelling is fine. Like on the battle storytelling is fine, but outside of it, it's just a little rough. So we're playing that. I've been doing a little MLB the show. I've been raiding a lot with Val. We took Taz through the um the uh for Val for the first time. So it was interesting taking someone through Val for the first time. And we didn't do too bad. Obviously, we got to um Relic was a little bit of pain point, but not as bad as I thought it was. It was more so just the speed of getting the glyph cleepers out and people making their sign calls and stuff like that. Surprisingly, Roke was 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 the issue. <laughs> just getting people to do the right thing and transfer the buff and mm. you know DPS and stuff like that. So we cleaned it up at the end. We got it. We got him his first clear. So I've been doing that. And um, yeah, I know we got a lot of stuff to talk about with the TWAB. But other than that, yeah, it's just been that. I've been ready. I'm going to do uh, Yomi, which uh, Trav was talking about. I'm going to get ready, probably try to touch that tonight. And uh, yeah, I'm just you in this nice. You can through that and like, you can do that in like a sitting. That's, yeah. that's like what, the perfect like size. Six hours ish. Yeah. Kind of Six excited. Six hours at the most, honestly. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I, I kind of get excited when I hear like 10 hour and under games. I'm like, oh, okay. I can oh, just that's so one. good. Yeah, and uh, I'm going so back good. to seafood. E. I know I I, I got to get that done. I was I slacked, got caught up with Destiny. Yeah, I was gonna say because there's the a deluxe Ninja edition man now. Who hyped it up yeah, so yeah. much? I was like, how no, far? No, no, I'm going back. Like, you didn't get past I'm going World back. Two, bro. When Destiny hit, it was over for me. It was yeah. I was it was I was in the mix. But no, I, I saw they dropped some new content, some new suits, and some stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I got to get back. So this week the plan is Yomi and seafood. Kind of get that done while we got this little break before the new season because i'm really excited about all the new season stuff coming sandbox wise to destiny put this little psa in here for you guys i know we typically just cover destiny on here but bungie did put a statement out with regards to uh, the draft on the roe v wade type stuff so we do talk about this here if you do want to skip ahead um just skip ahead about 11 minutes in the podcast and you will get back to the destiny stuff but if you want to listen to our discussion about it here we go nice well should we broach the fun one let's do it all right. Well, as some of you guys have been paying attention to, and if we lose some of you on this part of the podcast, that's fine. Um, first thing we got to talk about is the giant elephant in the world. And we can't not talk about it because if we don't talk about things that happen in the world, can't really live in the bubble of video games all the time, which is kind of why I appreciated the things that happened on Twitter from Bungie. Uh, I'm getting into weird echo right now. Yeah. Me too. I'm coming through you. Yeah. Yep, I was getting my voice through your mic. So, uh, so I'm sure. going to read this one from Bungie because they actually supported it specifically, but they put out a post. So I'm going to read their words and then we'll talk about it. At Bungie, we believe that everyone has a right to choose their own path and that freedom is expressed across all facets of life. The leaked draft decision by the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade represents a blow to freedom in America and is a direct attack on human rights. By creating a divide between those who possess the fundamental right to make healthcare decisions that are right for them and those who do not possess that same freedom, this decision, should it become final, will have far-reaching consequences that will be felt for generations across socioeconomic lines. Bungie is committed to safeguarding the freedom and privacy of its employees and providing support to all employees affected by this decision. Standing up for reproductive choice and liberty is not a difficult decision to make, and Bungie remains dedicated to upholding these values. If you'd like to donate to organizations that support rights to healthcare, 
There are a few different links that they put down below. So if you want to check any of those out as places to support. Uh, basically, all this is talking about uh, the leaked draft, which uh, supposedly is going to overturn and basically make Rowan v. Wade, for however old it is, null and void. 50 years. Thought I thought it was about 50 years. Yeah. So normally I know we don't talk about this type of stuff on the podcast. We will get to the Destiny stuff. Um, I will try and get an idea of a timestamp, but too big of a topic. Um, half of the population is going to be affected by this and honestly the whole population. So I wanted to get your guys' takes on it. Um, thoughts on this one. Whoever wants to start. <laughs> Not yeah, an easy in. one to start on. Dog. No, I'll jump in. I mean, listen, you know how I feel. Generally, I tend to not jump into political stuff as a separator, but we got to talk about it. At the end of the day, you know, this is Bungie taking a stand. Historically, they have been very vocal and using their platform, using their company to show their position on, on stuff as far as Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ issues. You know, this doesn't surprise me. What I will give them credit for. That Bungie Twitter account was lit. I don't know if y'all saw the clapbacks <laughs> Bungie was doing when yes. people were like, yo, shut up, stick to video games, what? And they, yo, they were going in. Like, they were not backing down and salute to them. You know, they, they choose to use their platform how they choose. You know, for me, it's, again, it's a side that I'm on, so I'll just be brutally honest in that sense. So it doesn't really affect me in that way. But it, I will say this. When you make stances like that, right, Corporate wise, generally people tell corporate to shy away from that kind of stuff because it's technically not good for business. So there is, quote unquote, risk, so to speak, by alienating a side that may not agree with your stance. But hey, this is how they want to run their company. This is what they want to do. And kudos to them for how they choose to do it. So it is what it is, is where I'm at with it. Trav. Yeah, people who know me will know that I very much enjoy political talk. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite here, but I have a whole lot I can say on this topic that I think would probably uh, be um, uh, not very called for on this podcast. But I will just say um, that whether you like it or not, companies nowadays, the new model is that they do make political statements. And I, I guess the, the elephant in the room there is that... Uh, Companies have always been political. It's just that they made donations in the uh, the background. Some right. companies still do that. Um, but now I think uh, millennials in particular have sort of pushed the corporate world to like stand up for things and to have political views. And so whether or not you like it, uh, that is sort of um, the model now. People want to believe in the company in addition to the products. And I think uh, it's cool to see Bungie using their influence to to advocate for the things that they believe in. And even if you don't agree with those, I think uh, it's important that the people who work at that company feel like their voice and their values are represented at a corporate level. Um, and so, um, yeah, at, at, at the to I'll avoid getting into the topic itself and how messed up I personally feel the situation is. But I'll just say that uh, I'm glad Bungie is is stating their viewpoint. And I think uh, more companies should do that uh, if they uh, if if they feel they're reflecting the values of their their uh, what's called a constituency, but really it's their employees, right? But uh, I think more often than not, they probably don't do that. But it's cool to see Bungie doing that and, and doing so publicly and with the backing of of their employees. It seems like so it's cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same place you guys are. It's like I'm in the same boat. I mean, on the same side of the issue. 
because obviously I think, you know, the fact that this could potentially be overturned is absolute crap. Um, if you've looked into as to why and all of that stuff, people are going to be on different sides of it. But it was, as you said, um, whoever was on Bungie's Twitter that day had free reign to do whatever they wanted in like a PC way and just the roasting stuff. They're like, you are a video game company was the reply to their post. And they replied, you are a toaster, bro. Like some of the roasts were really, really good. Um, And it was just some of the things where people like you just, you need to stay like, it's always the whole stay in your lane. But as Travis basically stated is so many companies don't stay in their lane. They just simply don't talk about it in a forward way. So many companies make donations to this or that, or support these things. And then finally, when, you know, there's some investigation comes out, be like, oh, this company donated to this thing. Then the backlash comes in. Bungie's brave enough to just stand there and be like, this is what we believe in as a company. And we stand for this as a company from leadership down. Now, maybe not everybody in the company may have the exact same values, but in general, they're trying to basically go in the support of, you know, the choice of healthcare. That's the you know fundamental right to make health care decisions that are right for them. And that's what they're doing for their employees as well. And the tough thing now, I know for Bungie especially, is some of their remote positions are in the state I live in, Texas, which is a yeah. really, really messed up state right now for multiple reasons. And I live here and it's just watching some of the news sometimes is just a mess for all of the politics in this state, much less what's going on in the rest of the country. So I am happy to see that they took a stand to say, this is what we believe in. These are the things that we support. And honestly, I'm happy they did. And it's one of those reasons where, you know, people may give Bungie a hard time for a magnitude of reasons. We've given them a hard time when they don't get stuff right. But in my mind, it's nice to see, and one person I've followed on Twitter, or that I saw on Twitter, is basically saying they're the only video game company to say anything. And the Sony didn't. Even, I was like, and Sony, yeah. as you know, the acquisition's not done, but I was like, I mean, they're they're working on it. It's like Sony didn't just say like, hey, don't say it, right? Like they they know what they got into. So yeah, it's one of those things for me. It's like Bungie's gonna do what they're gonna do, and it's nice to see that they're still capable of saying what they want to as well. And this is proof. Like if Sony had any issue of them saying this or otherwise, right. or if they get a say in it, you can see that Bungie's still going to do, act exactly as they did before, which is nice yeah. to see that they have the freedom of choice of saying what they want to when they want to. Yeah, it's, they've been consistently opinionated and they stand on their square and i think that's the identity they formed over the years and it's consistent with that so i was i wasn't surprised and um yeah you know it's it it goes to show you that like you said the sony acquisition didn't change anything which a lot of people may have want to wanted to see if they would kind of like be quiet more so to speak but not the case yeah, Necromancers, they all said it well, and I think Travis would agree with this too, because I know he's one who enjoys yeah. it. Is what's been lost in current? Yeah, that. he's like, what's been lost in current politics is the debate in positions and ideas. It's full of absolutionists. There is no middle ground. There's no discussion. There's no nuance. There is no having a discussion about topics. Hey, let me know why you're coming from your side. And it's just this like anger yell of I will only do this one thing. There is no discussion. There is no middle ground there's no compromise it's like my way or the highway a lot of it on either side of the road as well and it's just really sad to see that we can't have a discussion anymore it's just like there is no halfway in between let's do some of this stuff and the other side and it's just one of those things and the other thing i gotta say on the topic too is i sent the clip to these guys but i've been a fan of george carlin for as long as i can remember somehow i got to watch him when i was young enough that i probably shouldn't have been able to watch him because his language was always hilarious. But um, there is 
Like, if you ever want to know my thoughts on the whole matter, go look up the opening of George Carlin back in town. But the first 10 minutes covers everything. But that's 25 years ago and not a whole lot has changed. And it's just a hilarious special. But I've always enjoyed his comedy. And it's he was spot on 25 years ago. And it seems like nothing has changed. And it's really, really, really sad. Yeah, man. It's the real. That Anything else you guys real. want to add? Not much for me. Unless Trav got uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun comment section here. <laughs> yeah, no, just yeah, comment section that too. A couple yeah. of years. I mean, it's just lots of stuff coming to the the foreground. So yeah, you and guys I, should vote. I would like to just say here. Yeah, please vote. vote. Yeah. If you want to, but yeah, just vote. That's all I gotta say. Just go just find vote. a way to vote. Vote in every election. Midterms matter. Yes, people don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vote yeah. in those. But. Mm-hmm. Vote, vote local, you know. That's, local, that's my especially. PSA. Yeah, yeah, that's my PSA as a as a guy who likes to be politically active. I don't talk about it a lot in the the game sphere, but like, y'all should y'all should vote. It doesn't take that long, you know, mm-hmm. an hour a week maybe, you know, if that to to stay informed and that sort of thing. So, that's real. Um, I love you guys. Be strong. <laughs> love you too, bro. This right. has been three dudes talk about women's <laughs> reproductive rights. <laughs> yeah, and that's a like a running segment. <laughs> no, yeah, this, segment. Is, this is going to be a very short running segment. But all I can say is, <laughs> oh, if it was up the chat, it'd be long running. <laughs> yeah, of all the people on this podcast, and everybody who is like the people of us on the podcast, as in males, we should not be making decisions for the other sex. So that's one of the easiest ways to phrase it. Um, so yeah. Had to get that out of the way. That's like right at about 23 minutes in. So I will try and remember that one just for a little cut point. Um, Mm -hmm. And now we'll get into the Destiny stuff. So I'll probably cut a little bit in there. Those of you guys who want to watch it, thank you. Those of you guys who prefer to skip it, that's up to you. But as for Destiny stuff, since we do not have a guest, uh, we can just kind of jump straight into things. And Guardian Games. Why are Warlocks winning? Why? What happened? Because they were, the, the picture was on the TWAB and the Warlocks are winning. How much have you played? They were signed. They were signed to win this year. Yeah, they they for the Titans got the first one, so Zavala could you know do his thing up on the tower, and then Hunters they had to give them give them something because you know they lost. They have no Vanguard. Yeah, they have no <laughs> Vanguard, so they had to give them something. And then now, yeah, sure. and then now the last you know finally pulling up the rear, like you know oh. Steve Rogers running in the back, but you know yeah. they're going to finish because strong it's, here it, because it's Ikora's season. They have to give it to. Oh, Warlocks. that's how that's how we rationalize this. Is what we do it? That's how we rationalize I think this. So. I'm trying to see I how the so. Titans are processing. <laughs> I mean, we we've had that medal for like two years, so it's like well, oh, we can we can oh, let you have one of them, so it's fine. Spicy sure. too. <laughs> just like you know when I come into the tower and I, that warlock flag is raised full mast. It's glorious. It's just glorious. See that bird just hawking over everyone. And you I'm just, must, just you must not be used to seeing the warlock symbol above anything because you play <laughs> comp so much, huh? Like you. It must be a totally new sensation. It's for you. Nice, man. Tower is nice. I see people dancing. Like there's a party in the streets. <laughs> a party in the streets, yeah, for sure. Some of those emotes look like they could do that too. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun, man. Oh my god, looking back here goes the Titan Deli. They got to bring it for more like me, it's like Cognito. <laughs> I will say this though. I will say this. In fairness, I Isn't have. It, okay, seen... can you admit that it's a little suspicious that every. Every year, it's like uh, uh, yeah. just like an easy win for one class. It's kind of yeah. weird. 
It I, does I feel seem like, to lean yeah, one way or the other. Like, yeah, I feel the community. I've seen community heads say, "Yo, I'm being a warlock this year," or "Yo, I'm gonna do that." Like, we got to do it for the locks, bro. <laughs> I've seen guys do so. I'm not even gonna lie and say I haven't, but I do feel like, like, like some of the community leaders get together and say what they're gonna do, and then some people follow. So it's time, man. It's time. You know, we we, we need a belt too. I want that that tankard or whatever that that thing y'all showed me. I need you got, that. You need oh. two platinum torches lit, which you could literally do probably Friday tomorrow if you get a platinum score in there, and then you can literally buy it this weekend. I need um, that. That, that, is that so thing I gotta say Lordy. is. I need you to get that. It fits yes. you way too well. Like, it just, it is you. But Gordy. also, like, if I'm up here, I'm just like, hold on, let me consume from my giant tanker. I'll, I will I'll say, like, the outside. GG in tanker. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it looks so, somebody in chat said it too. They're like, it looks so over the top and ridiculous. I kind of like it. Like, yes. it's so much. It's so Like, obvious. gaudiness that I kind of, I'm okay with it. It's weird. Normally, I wouldn't be attracted to that. I'm like. Or oh. it just looks I like I'm debating. I'm still not oh, entirely sure. That I is can't not decide. you. You're very subtle. You're very reserved. That's what I'm saying. It's so not me, but I think it's so far beyond it may have come all the way back around to be like, this might be cool. Like or just okay. this tanker cool. curious. Tanker yeah. curious. <laughs> Definitely a pimp cup. <laughs> Listen, man. Come with the opera. Get your callus on. Be get fat from strength. You can you can say you're not into gaudy things, but let's be honest. If that if that cup if you drank from that cup in uh in the uh the mm -hmm. the last crusade Indiana Jones movie, you for sure would be oh, turned into a skeleton. <laughs> you're yeah, dead. You're dead, you're dead for <laughs> sure. You chose poorly. <laughs> poorly, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, is one hundred percent that cup. <laughs> for mm -hmm. sure yeah yeah that is that is but so yeah that it, was, it is cool i will not be buying it i don't need more junk in my house for sure yeah i have but. a lot of junk and that's what i was like it doesn't make much sense but it is cool and i will say while the outside is not washable like the inside is just this like insert and just throw it in the wash in the dishwasher yeah. and you're good to go so like the cleaning on it's easy means like the outside should be maintained so that actually helps as opposed to something that's just going to like melt in the dishwasher. So that's, yeah, definitely. that's a good thing. Um, outside of the rewards, there's a medallion. There's like a medal, which you can probably like wear around your neck that I'm not doing. Cause that's about as much as the cup. And I just can't do that one. That being said, uh, this is a convoluted and kind of buggy kickoff to this whole event. So there is multiple things that you need to try and do. Some are active now, some are active later, there's practice, there's recreation, there, I'm sorry, there's training, there's recreation, there's competitive, this is how much. Uh, you've got two different sides of invisible platforms that eventually light up. And then on top of that, you've got the whole thing that people are going for that wasn't dropping for about the first 24 hours. Uh, so to start, the title, which is one of the reasons most people are doing this besides, if you don't have the exotic machine gun, get it, please. It is one of the easiest quests to do. It's just only around for three weeks a year. but it is. Three weeks, and then you, theoretically you've never had a better season for a machine gun exotic coming up. Because the 40% buff and the 20% against bosses, it gets both of those. It's got a shield. You can't ask for a better time to get the machine gun. It is so easy to get. Then the catalyst is not bad either if you play this thing enough. So mm -hmm. please get air apparent if you don't have it. It's not hard to do. The yes. submachine gun, the title is interesting. It's got the perk class, classy contender, which is going to give you class energy. Uh, I saw a uh, cool guy had a little review on it. I saw and uh, nothing about it really stands, stands out as like God tier. 
But I mean, New Rad wasn't really feeling it. And then he got a chance to play with it. And he was like, you know, kind of actually feels good. Cool guy. It's like, it's got the, it's a weird thing. Most aggressives aren't very stable and yeah. it, they don't feel that good generally. But this one, from what I'm gathering from a couple different people who I would typically see not, it actually might be worth your time. Like stats for all, one for all for PVE, probably an easy one to go for. Because those two can synergize really well, just hit three targets and then have fun for a bit. Um, PvP, it's still going to have decency. You know, SMGs are going to be a bit more of a thing with sidearms and stuff coming in. Because shotguns and fusions are being pulled back a bit for range, so those are going to be a little less viable. Um, also, scavenger PvP ammo, we'll get to that type of stuff. But I wanted to see, first off, I know I just talked for a lot there and covered a lot. How is your guys' opening interaction? Were you guys confused? How has it all been? We'll go through how all the quests and stuff work, but how just you go into Guardian Games, too much, too little, just a mess. What do you guys think? What do you got, Trav? Uh, I just thought it was kind of boring, was my initial thought. Like, you know, you get in and there's like all this pageantry about Guardian Games, and then they're like, all right, what am I going to be doing? Send me off to play. And like the first day, I think they just said like, go do something. <laughs> they didn't even really give you direction. They're just like, yeah. go do something. Anything. Earn laurels. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll go do something, Bungie. And I just kind of looked around at all the stuff I've played a hundred times. And I was like, all right, let's go find something to do. And then, then I came back and they're like, all right, now do some strikes. And I'm like, okay, do some strikes. Your favorite. I, I ended up playing Gambit. Wow. Just out wow. of like spite of strikes or what? Yeah, what it, was it that? Was, it was it it was it was the thing that day that you oh, the focus that was yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was the hello focus, and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna play some gambit, and I ended up playing that. I actually liked that more than strikes, which I guess I've just played strikes too many times because like those just do nothing for me now. Um, but yeah, I just. It's a lot. It's the thing I keep saying I don't like about Destiny, which is when you point me to all the old stuff and you go, do yeah. it. But this time, do it because we say so. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it. I don't want to do this again. So I don't know. Just kind of boring. Um, I would prefer if they came up with some uniqueness to it. That said, I haven't done a lot with the competitive strike thing yet, which is kind of, you know. It's not much, but it's at least something with strike scoring. And so I played the strike. Uh, I said I, I played the strike uh, scoring and I didn't do super well, but I was with a match made team. But I could see how if you were playing with some some sweat lords and you ran through and just killed everything and did really well, how that could be fun. So maybe I'll give that a try. But yeah, my, my initial thought, at least this week, is I've just been kind of doing it casually and thinking to myself, like, yeah, this is kind of boring. <laughs> I don't feel like a champion doing this. I feel like I feel like a guy who's wasting his time, especially when you're when you're when you see the warlock flag up high and you're just like, I'm not going to be able to change that. It's like, you know, it's just, these few so. things that I deposit aren't going to do yeah. anything. Discouraged. Yeah. What, what is it? What does my vote matter? That's what right now. <laughs> now you don't want to vote. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah, you, Gog? I jumped in. It's. You know, it's it's Guardian Games. It's I mean, I like the 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 way it looked. And it had the little platform thingies and in the center. And I'm like, all right, you know, we get the day. I will say, I feel it's like convoluted. Like just the, the yeah. it, I don't know. It just didn't seem very straightforward as like past ones, you know, kind of thing. So I got my little warlock bond, which I was like, all right, it's cute little warlock bond, cute little fire going through. I will all say right. each of the class items are probably more ornate with like yes. more metals, more colorings, more 
Like it's almost again, it's like the whole theme of like the tankard we were talking about. They're mm-hmm. so much more like literally decorated, like metal decorated than ever before. Cause like the Titan class item is sitting down there. It looks like you've been through 50 years of military service with all the medals on there. And then yeah. the Hunter one as well is just about as mm-hmm. much. I know the Warlock's probably minor over there on the arm, but both mm-hmm. of those, they're really way over the top for decoration. They don't look bad. I actually shaded one purple. Yeah. I'm going to go with my purple theme I got going right now. It wasn't too shabby, but yeah, they are. You get, you're like, okay, so I picked up my class item. Now what? <laughs> yeah, it was one of them things. And then, a funny story, my, I'm stupid. I'm thinking that the medallion case, you have to complete that to get something. So I'm sitting there and I forgot what I cashed in. I'm like, oh no, I got to do all the silvers again, the gold again. Oh man. And my friends are like, bro, you get nothing. That, that's just telling you what your maximum capacity is. So I was completely fooled by this thing. I'm sitting there holding on to things, hoarding. And then it got, to, it got so bad that I was doing strikes and I couldn't pick up any laurels. I'm like, yo, what's going on? I can't pick up. Because I was at the fold because I'm thinking I was going to get something for the stupid medallion case. So stupid me, fixed that. I got the, uh, obviously the SMG. I haven't seen anybody get, that. that's what actually thwarted me from continuing. Once I heard the bug was out, that people are not getting the, the what is it, the title contender? What's the name of it? The title, the title which the is title. not confusing at all when we have titles in the game yeah. and I'll have the title gun. But What's yeah, the what, title of the title? The title of the title. <laughs> what name is the title's title? The name is the title, title. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what's that sort of, And I like 750s. I'm a 750 fan, my, but I'm with you, E, in the sense that the weakness has always been stability of 750. They hit hard, but the, the stability is usually bad. And usually the mag size is low and the reload speed is low. So when I heard about this one, I'm like, okay, cool. And what is it? The fourth one was like Grave Robber um, Vorpal, I believe. So I was like, all right. I like the the perk as a person who oh, used the class starting item. one. Yeah, the default everybody gets. Yeah, yeah but I wanted more roles, so that kind of discouraged me from going hard because I'm like, if I'm I'm not going to play this, and I'm not going to be getting the roles I would. And um, other than that, I just started doing some of the what is it, the platinum cards where it's like you you pick an activity. So I think it was me screamed a couple of other guys. We were just in the uh, throne world, and there's a. You know, scream. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> That's all oh, I'm going to say. I've seen that everywhere. Oh, okay, yeah. you know, Scream. Shout out to Will Scream. Watch his videos. He's a great content creator. And, you know, he found things. So yeah. I was involved with things there. And that was the extent of it. But I'm just kind of cooling out until the bugs get removed because then I'll farm. But I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it is dropping now. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's dropping now? Oh, okay. It was fixed about 24 hours later. It was Wednesday midday or something. Got it. Because okay. my video posted about 9.30 on a Wednesday. And then they fixed it about one. So Got go. it. All right, I'll get back. So to and you. I literally was like, "It's probably dropping from depositing metals." I will update the comment. I will update the description. All of that stuff. If you haven't, if you haven't seen my Guardian Games guide, shameless plug. Please go yes, watch it. Please help support the channel as well on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that was. I did a lot of stuff that first day, and got nothing for it. Yeah. So I was like, that's where a lot of, like, I mean, they were, they were looking for responses on Twitter because uh, Liana, she was asking to be like, yep. hey, what's everybody seeing? It seems like there's a bug. People are like four or five, six hours of playing, not one dropping. Yeah. So I'm just like, yikes. So I went through all the other quest stuff. But yeah, I mean, as you said, it's convoluted is a fair way to describe it because the way everything works is weird. You've got the quest shoot to score from Zavala where you go to the training playlist and you get your buff. The buff is going to last for the week. So you have the buff for competitive, which is, or the, yeah, the competitive 
Guardian Games playlist, which launches on Friday. So over the weekend, you're going to compete and try and get a high enough score. First, to, to light all the torches on the right side of the platform. Those are going to be for the score-based rewards. So if you get bronze, silver, gold, and platinum, you'll get those rewards. And then the top 10% over the course of the three weeks are going to be the ones that get that special emblem. There is a bronze threshold and a bronze buff. There's a silver threshold and a silver buff. There's a gold threshold and a gold buff. There's a platinum threshold. There's no platinum buff, and that bugs the living hell out of me. Really? Yeah. There's no buff for getting platinum. It's just like, all right, you got the gold buff. Now go try and get the highest score. Platinum really doesn't matter, basically, at all. It doesn't really do anything in the practice. It's going to give you something with competitive. I get that. That's where you're going to get your rewards but there's no platinum buff. And I'm like, why the inconsistency is like the gold to be like, Oh, well, this one's too good. Just stop here. Just weird to me. And it I don't weird. know if that's one of those things where they didn't divide it up enough. Felt like platinum would be too much, but literally in practice, there's no point to do anything besides gold. And then you could literally try and just get the best score in the weekend and you would get the same thing. And getting platinum is not overly that difficult in the first place. Now getting to the top 10%, I will be curious to see what that takes. I had one run where I got 227,000 points. The threshold Ooh. is 175. Ooh. So I've passed, like, I've, I've got platinum on a lot of my runs, but I'm usually in the, like, 180, 190 range. That one run, I just must have been playing with the tryhards somewhat early in the day, and they were just, like, kind of synergizing everything together. Yeah. So we'll see what the top 10% feels like. Maybe if you play early, you'll get in the top 10% because most people haven't tried yet. So maybe trying on Friday, if you want to get like, you know, your triumphs done, you could do that type of stuff. But yeah, the strike scoring is nice to have back. I just wish they would kind of one, leave it there. And then two, give you an incentive to do that during the game. Because right now, as you guys say, strikes are basically mindless. And this is also one of the first times they've done matchmaking on a 1550. Now mm. I'm hoping this is a test. Because you could do matchmaking on a 1550 Nightmall Fall and open that stuff up for everybody. And then you don't have the annoyances of like, well, you can only do Hero unless you got a fire team. We can all do Legend. We They literally proved it right here. So if it doesn't mm -hmm. get into the game soon, that alone for me is one of those to where it's like, you just proved it works. Yeah. Because I ran through. I've, done, I've got Platinum on most of my runs. Kill everything in 20 minutes. It's basically what you got to do. Yeah. It's a 20 minute timer. Don't skip a bunch of enemies, kill your champions and you're fine. It's like, and don't die a ton. Right. That's the biggest thing. And some people are better at that than others. You get some try hard groups and you get the guys who are like, I feel like they woke up on the wrong side of somebody else's bed for like skill that day, but mm -hmm. it's been weird. The other half of the platform is mm. the medallion battalion quest. <laughs> that one comes from Ava. And it's the amount of medallions that you deposit, or the medals, I should say, but just whatever. And as you deposit X number, so the first one is like 60 points, so you would have to do four platinums. And then it's 120, then 180, then, then 240. So to get all the way to the platinum, like, torch that you, land, that you have to light, you have to deposit 240 points worth of medallions in the podium over the course of a week. That's just tedious. <laughs> You think? And then on, it's weird on top of that because you light the torches and then you get like a little gift from the torch. Mm -hmm. But then you go back to Eva and it says there's a package, but you don't open the package. I don't know if the rewards come from the tables, but the packages are still under Eva for a reason that aren't supposed to be. 
but I should be able to open four of those packages for week one and I can't touch any of them. Mm. So it's just, it's, it's weird. Like I just not, doesn't feel polished. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but that's just kind of the the nicest way I can say it. No, no, I feel you. I think, is is there any reason why we are getting blues from Eva? Can we, can we, can we, can we stop with the blues? Like really, like who is this helping? Like you want to lose the blues? No one. (laughs) I just want, my thing is I'm the guy, I'm the broke guardian. I'm the guy that's maximizing everything, wasting resources like he said. He hates me. He like, what are you doing, right? I'm that guy. Every bill. Just like in real life. Yeah, that's sort of, kind of. But anyway, (laughs) so my thing is I need resources, man. Give me purple so I can break these down. There should be no blues. And I I just don't understand this. It's like, it just seems to still be going on. So I want to know how you feel, Trav. Like, where we at with this? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got a very disturbing message from somebody on Twitter. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. Oh. You all right? Everything good? This is a message I got on Twitter. It says, I opened the stream, zoomed in on you, and licked your face on my phone screen. That is all. That's what this says right here. Woo! And I'm sorry, I, right when you called on me, guys, I'm reading this going. <laughs> Last word after dark is a special campfire. <laughs> special campfire, guys. Trav go. gotta go. <laughs> uh, this guy's name is Steezen Siegel. Steezen Siegel, appreciate you, brother. Thanks appreciate for coming you, in brother. and licking my face, man. It really matters. <laughs> uh, so anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the issue at hand. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, yes, I agree with you, Cog, mm-hmm. that uh, you should be able to gain resources. I, I just think there's two things. One is making the event w- worth your time, which I think is really that's more for the hardcore players or it, maybe the casual players if they can get something that they wouldn't normally have access to. But I, I, I doubt that that's a uh, an issue for them. Um, the other way to do it is to give a unique experience, which which. I know I kind of don't want to talk about what Guardian Games could have been, but in one in another sense, like we talk about it every year and every year it seems like they don't change it and it could have been something awesome. Like how how hard cog do you think it would have been to make it a 3v3v3 PvP mode where it's Titans versus Warlocks versus Hunters and the first place gets a gold medal and the second place gets a silver medal and a bronze and then you go and deposit it. Like how hard would that have been? Like, because you got to think, like, if the Halo multiplayer editor is anything, if it has any DNA in common with Destiny, like, that's literally a toggle. It's like add a third team, you know, reduce number of players. It even could have been doubles 2v2v2, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, th- that, then it would have made an actual PvP mode, which feels to me more like a Guardian game sort of competitive Olympic event. Uh, but I just, that's the thing that really gets me is the missed opportunity with, like, there's so many better things I think Guardian Games could have been. And again, yeah. I don't want to just I don't want to be a backseat developer and be like, yo, Hopefully. like this is what it could have it could have been, but come on, man. No, come you're on. Right. It could have done abs- that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I think the overall theme and, and and you said it, I think E and I have intimated as well as like, let's be real. The fun of Destiny and the subclasses are interbeefing with classes, right? You know, the warlock types this hundreds like so it. In theory, the spirit of this should literally have the classes competing against each other, just like you said. Like, how dope would that be, right? Like, they're pre-made 
what you know each individual class represents the fire team in guardian game and then it's the true competition of who did better like i'm with you Trey. i think that idea is fire it's the spirit of what this is this what we're doing this kind of like facsimile you know everybody just get out there it's roundabout it's like compete each other through a score of uh, of that you don't actually see each other it's like come on let us let us actually compete against one another i agree who's better i agree no, yeah, I mean, same thing. It's just we've been. It's just the kind of the state of some of these live events where we are in these the blue drops like we got. OK, blue drops aren't going to come from. Playlist activities and we're like, OK, how about the other stuff that I'm going to be doing or farming? And then you get to this point where. Let me turn in. 20 medals or whatever, if your metal case is full, how much crap just went into you, your postmaster, your item slots that then you got to go delete. If it's not the worthwhile item I'm going for, doesn't matter. Like if you want to give me something for bronze, give me a little bit of glimmer. Give me an enhancement core for silver, like stuff that is functional to some people. Don't give me blues just for the sake of you can't find anything else to put in that slot that or don't make that a thing. One of the two, like either make bronze, give me something that I care about or take the slot away. That's yes. all I'm saying is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a two V two V two, two Titans, two hunters, two warlocks. You could have like PVP matches get crazy. As you guys have said, you could do strikes and be put people in strikes. But then it's like, hey, you actually get the gold medal for you. If you run through the strike and kill the most people, have the least deaths and kind of scores this like balancing out somehow. And you actually see the little medal appear and be like, I kicked ass for my team that week or that strike. And that way in Gambit, you know, you win, you lose type thing. You might win one for there's much more they could do. And it is just one of those points to where you wonder the size of the live support team. You wonder the size of the people making Lightfall, which we know that development's going on from the big map that we saw, and then who's making Season 17, who's making Season 18. And you start figuring out, like, how many different, like, you start whittling away at the entire staff of Bungie, and you get down to the live service team, and you're like, how many are left? And you gotta wonder, because the season team, we got a really cool season, like, short, tight story, but really well-told story, cool cinematic, all of those things. And then we turn around and we get this type of Guardian games, which is mostly a copy with some tweaks. Like, I enjoy the fact that we get some cool music when we go in the tower. The torches are not necessary, mm-hmm. I would say. I understand kind of like working your way up the ladders a little bit. But as like, is is the, I mean, is the effort worth it there versus, you know, it's just, that would be the question of, what are they allowed to do? How much can they do in the time that they're allotted? Like how much work can be put into these seasonal events? How long in development, like, you know, precursor do they get on all the stuff? So mine's just a wondering of that type of stuff. Air apparent's the same thing. Been that way for three years now. So we've yeah, had that for a while. It's the same, same. Yeah. So it's like that one. And then the fact that the air apparent catalyst popped in my inventory mm-hmm. for me to re-earn, even though I literally have had it done for a while. So that was a weird bug. Yeah. So you see that and I'm like, yes, I know that's still there. Um, I mean, the elephant. I'm oh, sorry. Again. No, and I was like, and then just the title SMG not dropping on day for the first 24 hours when you know the most people are going to play it, and then you turn them off of it. I was just like, that's just one of it's just a combination of things, and that's where I wonder where all the you know 
where the chips fall when it comes to the live yeah. stuff. I mean, the elephant is in the room. It's just, let's be honest. Like, seasonal events have just been bad for a long time. They just have been. It, they just, you know, it, it, the event, you know it's not that good when we keep getting the same structure for the most part, the same rewards for the most part, and not too much. It, it's like tweaks. We've been getting little mi- minor tweaks to the same thing, and and. I don't know what it is. You know, it, it could be like you said, you know, it just could be where the, the resources are at all. The live team is is in the state that it is. And this is all they, they're capable of doing based on everybody else on Lightfall. And hopefully with the acquisition, you know, th- these type of things can change because they need love. I, I don't feel these modes really add anything like they used to. I, I remember when they all debuted and we're like, OK, cool. This 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 is a great start. Right. This could evolve into something great. And the reality is they've pretty much stayed a template every year, exact same thing for the most part, with the same kind of rewards for the most part. And it's just, you know, we, we're just going through the motions with it until we get real change. And I don't know if that's going to happen. And I'm curious, with the fact of a Sony acquisition, does this increase the size of the live team so that they could really make substantial changes to these live? I no. just don't. Yeah, I know you. I know where you at because you like with the movies. And, and it's gonna make it smaller. I'm gonna give it to you on that, but it's like I just don't know anymore. Like I'll, I'll be honest, like live events are to the point where it's just like, okay, we know what this is, and I'll Eververse. choose a yeah. lot of Eververse. Yeah, we know what it is, and I'll choose. Whether to invest in that, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Trav, because I know you you have strong thoughts on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, my thoughts are, it's funny, it's funny, like peeking into the Destiny community every now and again, because you know, I I spend a lot of my time these days not being playing other games just because I have to for work. You know, I I'm forced to kind of experience other games through my work in IGN, and I think that um. But a lot of Destiny players are so used to the status quo that they're unable to dream bigger than Destiny is right now. And I find that uh, not super helpful. Uh, I think it lets Bungie get away with a lot that that we shouldn't let them get away with. You know, we, sh- we should expect more than a seasonal event being the exact same reskinned activity year, year in and year out. And we used to, right? Like when, when they did Festival of the, of the Lost the first couple of times, like every year it was a little bit different and it was getting better and they were... They were, they were fleshing it out. And then after a while, they just started doing the same thing. And we complained for a little bit. And then we stopped complaining and went, oh, well, you know, it's a free event. And, oh, well, you know, Bungie's working on other stuff. And oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yo, why are you, do you work for Bungie? Are you on their PR team? Like, what 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 is your interest in trying to, like, pre-apologize for Bungie disappointing you? You know what I mean? Like, it just because it's the way it has been doesn't mean it's always the way that it needs to be. It doesn't mean that it's good, right? It doesn't mean that the just because it's what's happened in the past that it's what it's good. And also, uh, there are live service games that provide content at, at a better clip than than Destiny does. Granted, Destiny's Destiny's a different game. It's got lots of its own problems and uh, development issues and yada 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 blah blah. blah. But let Bungie worry about those problems. You as a fan, your job is to just push them and never be right. satisfied. And I don't think that that's entitled or uh, naive. I just think that it's that's what we should be doing. And so I say, uh, you know, to people who who look at this Guardian Games and think, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. It's a free event. It's just, just stop it. Like, it's not helpful to anybody to just, like, throw your hands in the air and say, like, oh, well, because, you know, that's, 
how how long how sustainable is that? How long are people going to keep no, playing really. Destiny if if it's just that every year? I just let's make it better. Let's let's at least push Bungie to make it better because I think I think it has so much potential, and it disappoints me to see uh, to seem like they're not even trying really at at this point with some of these events. It feels like so. That's no, all. I think I think it's before I pass the E. I think it's valid because it's like I, I think what's happened in this specific case is because we are still on the honeymoon of Witch Queen and Witch Queen is so good and Season of the Risen is so good. So it's like, okay, we had fun. All right, Guardian Games, we know. But the reality is if you compare it to other live service models and events, they, it doesn't stack and, and we still should hold them to the fire. I'm in complete agreement with that. Yeah. yeah. As, for the, no, as for the Sony thing, I've already said this a million times, but I... I think it might result in them having a smaller team, but that's just me. So go on, go spicy, on. Spicy, spicy. <laughs> They've been hiring so many people. I don't think their world can get much smaller right now. They just keep hiring and hiring lately. That's all I ever yeah. see is people on Twitter like, hey, it's my first day. It's my first day. It's my first day. And then you see them hiring for people for like an animation thing or whatever. So they feel like they're definitely going to grow. But it's like, yes, only time will tell on that one. But no, I mean, for me, it's like even just a little stuff like it's only 500 laurels that you can hold at a time it's so you never quite get too many so then if you get one you know if you do two nightfalls in a row but you don't go quite get enough or anything then you got to do go do a lower level card you can't just earn the platinums and it's got to be this weird rotation and it just gets to be like why why does it have to be that way why can't i buy multiple cards at the same time that go from a strike to the crucible otherwise you're literally just going back and forth from the tower i have a pc and an ssd i feel so horrible i never even remember somebody playing on a ps4 oh, or an xbox one trying to load in with an old hard drive and you got to go to the tower so much in this thing mm -hmm. yeah you could go do strikes you could go do crucible matches and you can get some silvers or bronze but if you want to be efficient with your time then you're going to Definitely go to the tower a lot. And then if you, right now, the best thing to do is strikes because you're killing a lot of enemies, getting a lot of laurels, and then you're getting the chances for the gold and platinum cards, which are your best chance to get the, the SMG. If you go to a crucible match like control, you get 15 laurels at the end. And the only time I was really getting a lot of other stuff to drop, if I punched someone just the melee, I would get five randomly mm -hmm. to drop. And then other than that, if you did manage to get a grenade kill or a super kill, you, you might get a few from there. But like, I'm going to go spend 10 minutes in a crucible match and get a bronze medal and 20 laurels, or I'm going to go into a strike playlist that probably has bus for me. And if you match those, you'll blow through it in about the same amount of time and walk out of there with like 120 to 150 laurels and then go do something different. Like right now, they they don't bounce. That's again, goes back to the balancing of some of the activities. I know those are basic playlists, but strikes easily the best one. Like, without a, without a chance. And then, like, okay, so then the PvP will feel like, once again, like, why am I in PvP if I can't get the same balance out of there and then you're pushing me back into the strikes, which I don't want to do. If it was even in PvP, Gambit, and strikes, and then maybe you did a raid, like, you could get, I don't know, a thousand of them if you did an entire raid, like, and completed the thing, and you got a thousand laurels, but you can't even hold a thousand laurels. Yeah. So it's just the weird time balance equation and on top of just like the little things that you guys are saying, it's there hasn't been enough of a change. There's not a new exotic. The SMG is, you know, it has a little bit to go for, but is it worth a lot of people grinding for? Probably not. I mean, it's got a unique, it's origin trait, so it's okay. But on the other side, for me, it's, I'm, you know, doing, doing stuff for content and things like that. But after, even after this first week, 
you know, you'll play on Tuesday. You, I could get my buff in one strike. I'm serious. You get your buff in one strike. And especially if you do the two platinum torches this week, I don't need to do the battalion or the medallion battalion quest for all three <laughs> weeks. I don't need to turn in 240 points worth of medals every week. That's like you could get the 10% score if you were good enough. The the two weeks after to get the gold buff on Tuesday, Friday, do your strike once or twice, get a good score and bail. And that is, you could interact with it three times three after times. this first yeah, week. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Low You're dying over there, and I don't know if it's about me talking or <laughs> no, something no, else. No, no, because you got like, me thinking. And it's like, I, I have to confess. Like, literally what Bungie events have become to me now is you run out the mechanic is, and I run straight to Eververse and see what the new outfits are going to be, what the new emotes are going to be, and, and I'm spending money that. Like, like, that's my enjoyment. Oh, that's cool. Like, that's the coolest stuff want. is to that's see what, they what want. Eververse is doing. Because that's generally, what they want. yeah, that'd be the most fun of the event. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to get that. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. And I wish DJ Oros was in the chat because I he lives over there. He li- he's funding all the DLCs. He's funding all okay. the projects. He's that guy. Well, yeah, yeah. Shout out to DJ. Thanks, DJ. We appreciate yeah. you. Long time Shout listener, first time caller. Appreciate yeah. you. First, yeah, long time, first time. But um, yeah, it's just that's where it, I ain't gonna lie. That's what it's been to be. And then it's oh, okay. Oh, the event is actually cool too. That kind of thing. No. You know, that's what it becomes for me. I'll be honest. So it's just this like weird state of. You know, it's nice to mix it up and have a seasonal event, but when you've been playing for a while, it's like, I know Rook, he's, you know, pretty active in my Discord and stuff. He didn't have the machine gun. I was like, make sure you get that. But if somebody gets like one or two SMGs and to say you get a good one, there's not a lot of incentive for a lot of yeah, us. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And it's always the incentive to get like an emblem or something mm-hmm. for most of this stuff. Yeah. So, and, and as always, most of the new stuff that's added is Eververse stuff. And we're talking about how the event is free, but let's be honest, it's not free. Whales ship this event, right? The people that will, the wallet warriors among us uh, ship these events. And I think uh, that's like, if you, I don't know if you guys play Genshin Impact, but that's a great example of a game. That There's is, a reason I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's PVE focused, but they, their game is completely free. You don't have to pay any of it. They, they also uh, ship their game and all the content is provided by the fact that they have whales that just like spend a ton of money in it. Right. Cause it's a gotcha game. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think that that, I mean, if I could, if I could take a destiny fan and open their eyes and show them all the other games as a service games that do things better than destiny, I think it would like blow their minds, but destiny players, they just are too close to destiny. I think to realize the, some of its shortcomings, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to be a guy who hates on destiny. I'm glad guardian games is going warlocks hats off to you. As long as, as long as hunters don't win, I think we're all happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's so, where we'll be. Ah, for sure. Well, the other piece we got, um, with regards to the podcast was basically a kind of a sandbox. Q and a is the best way I can kind of yeah. describe it. Um, they retouched on flinch resistance which we know people are going to be building into. They got a little more detail for scalers on what certain perks and synergies and armor mods do rally barricade stability to help. If you want to build into flinch and how much it does. So they go through a lot of detail on that. I don't need to go through all of the numbers. It's not necessary. They went over more on airborne effectiveness Mm -hmm. and kind of really gave you an idea of actually what accuracy cones look like kind of where things like when you're looking down your reticle, what you're seeing, this is one of the first times I will say they put pictures in there. Keep doing that. Yes. 
because I don't need to go to Shadow to Mercules in a spreadsheets, but I'm like, if you give me an image that looks like this, I can under I can understand it for one, and then I can also explain it to somebody as well with these images. It's not overly crazy difficult when they show it this way and kind of break it down. It's still somewhat technical, but at least this way I have an example to point to and be like, here's this universal image that we have seen to explain why. And the biggest thing about airborne effectiveness is if you build into it, you're not going to notice much difference in your current airborne effective play. If you don't build into it, you are going to need to be accurate with your shots because they said they're not going to have so much RNG on the accuracy, but the aim assist is basically going to be gone if you don't build into it. So if you can theoretically hit your shots and you are that good in the air, not much is going to change. But as we also joked previously on the podcast was those of the people who think they're good and then the aim assist goes away, mm -hmm. the game's going to change a little bit and feel different, especially for the Stompies that are like a big neutral game clutch for a lot of people. So I'll be curious to see when season 17 hits, what the different feel of everything is, but they go through more detail on, can you, can you clarify precision aim assist and how does it affect while airborne and all of those things? Um, again, lots of nuance and detail. If you want to look through what accuracy cones look like and all of those things you can, do you guys want to go into the detail on that or are you okay Kind of just I'm getting. Okay. I'm okay. Skating like, over it. Yeah. Yeah. How, how I was like, that's for the firing range guys. Mechanics. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's good. for the firing range guys. Yeah. If you want to know that, your fallouts, your cool guys, your Drewskis, they will all do yeah. that and explain that in detail. Yeah. I mean, I gave you a brief summary in my TWAB video, but yeah, your your detail on that stuff is going to come from people who study it on yeah. a daily basis and know how it's going to affect. I do like the fact that they clarified. They basically did a Q&A for those guys who had more detailed yep. questions. And that, that part I do want to encourage. I did like the little yeah. imagery as far as the cones and stuff like that. Because for people who want to get really to the minutia of how things work in, in Destiny, that's good. And they're being transparent. So shout out to them on that part. But we don't have to go into the details of that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the nice thing is like mm -hmm. if you want to if you want to learn more about the minutia, they're giving the resources yes. to the people who are good at teaching that more answers to the questions they have. And honestly, I think this is just a big thank you to Chris Proctor. Yes. I think with what he's been doing from the podcast that he jumped on, he was on DCP, he was on Firing Range. They have a good relationship with the Bungie guys. But he has been very forthcoming. I even think it was, maybe it was Josh Hunt. Fallout had a very specific question about something, you know, about a video, and he asked a very specific question, was able to get an answer. So there are certain people who do have connections to be able to get answers to questions. So there are people who are going to be able to explain it very well. Um, and I'm honestly looking forward to season seven, 18, not 17, 18, when a lot of the in the weapon stats, the hidden ones are in the game. Your recoil direction, your aim assist stat, the now the airborne effectiveness, those are now going to be shown on your weapon card, which is going to be a good thing because it's really annoying that stats are on all of these weapons and you have to go to the API to find them or look or know. So that will be very good, especially as you can build around airborne effectiveness. It's going to be an important thing. So mm -hmm. just wanted to cover that real quick. Uh, if you want to know the minutia and the detail, there's a 9,000 word TWAB. You can try and wrap your head around. And then this is the Q&A for more questions that came from that. Mm -hmm. As for other PVP things, uh, they wanted to talk about scavenger perk changes. They said all scavenger mods are disabled in PVP. Mm. Scavenger doesn't matter. They're all disabled. The main sentence that I kind of wanted to touch on are these two sets of bullet points with regards to with disabling ammo scavenger bots in PVP, are you trying to bring back the double primary <laughs> meta, as some people have asked? No, 
we do want running double primaries to be more viable, and we still uh, and we want there to be fewer one hit kills, but we don't want to eliminate them entirely. You still spawn in two rounds, um, but you shouldn't be able to use your special like a primary. And this is them getting to the point I think of as you know I kind of said earlier. They're trying to get to where the steamrolling doesn't right. turn into a worse level of what it could be. Because if somebody runs around with like twit ten rounds in a sniper rifle and just can't play, bam, 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 and they never have to move, that changes the game and the feel of what they're trying to get for just more, Order. more, you know, more primary gunplay and stuff like that. Um, they said one interesting side effect may be an indirect uh, buff to the strategy of running double primary to starve your opponents of special ammo. Actually, I thought that was interesting. If you just run double primary and say trials, you're not going to give the other team right. an extra shot right. if you pl just play that way. Right. Um, they say short range primary weapons will have more of a role. Sidearms and SMGs. Wow. Everybody's yep. been talking about it. Potentially going up. Yep. Um, and then the final one. This is kind of the big one. We've pushed the current PvP ammo system as far as we can with this change. Obviously, scavengers are gone. They want you to have like one drip one pickup from one person and that is it. They're trying to limit as much as they can. If this doesn't move the needle, we'll look at redesigning PVP ammo economy entirely, which would be a longer term change. And this is where I wanted to ask you guys with regards to special ammo. Do you feel like it's, is it going to go too far? I don't, how could you see them redesigning it? Where do you see the special ammo in the state of this game? Travis seems like he's got a thought about this one. So I will tee it up to you first, sir. Where's yeah, special I, I, ammo and what those weapons for you in this game right now? Yeah, I think we talked about this like two episodes ago, but I, I've, I'm at the point now where I feel like I get deja vu when they talk about ammo economy with special weapons because they've tried all this stuff before and then it didn't work and then they switched it back because I swear to God, we've had two or three times where they've said, all right, we're going to crack back on a uh, special ammo and we're going to reduce it. So you only get, you know, two shots and you only get one when you kill people. And then every single time they do it, the community feedback is it's boring now. Everybody just uses pulse rifles and then they go, all right, we'll add shotguns back in. And, you know, and it's like we've had this conversation so many times. I just keep wondering, like, which one is good game design? Because just stick with that one if you really believe in it and stop switching back and forth. Just like tell me which one is the right way to do it and let the community kind of kind of. uh build themselves around that and then and then tweak it because it seems like we've talked about this on so many episodes but like Bungie doesn't believe in their own ideas whether it's weapon sunsetting and whether it's you know all the stuff that they've just said we're going to do this because it's the right move to do from game design and the community goes but we don't like it and they go well if you don't like it then forget <laughs> good game design you know what I mean and it's just like <laughs> just just which one is correct please I, I'm not a game designer you tell me and then let's just stick with that because i i do i i could see pvp certainly getting boring without mm. uh special weapons really having a large role but obviously you don't want that role to be oversized so there's got to be a middle ground in here somewhere i just don't know what it looks like and uh i'm waiting for bungie to tell me what the right answer is because i just don't i don't see this being any more successful than the other two or three times that they've tried this exact same idea so uh, that's where I'm at with it. it, it I'm just frustrated. I'm exhausted having this conversation about special ammo. Like, for real. Yeah. I, I was surprised. <laughs> so, so many times. How many times have we talked about it, Cog? We talked about a lot. Just you and me. Like, a yes, lot. A yeah. lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it takes me back to D1. I remember an aggressive change like this. And 
everybody was out there using sidearms. It was side like it forced sidearms to come back at one point because no one was That's using right. sidearms. And submachine right? guns. And yeah. submachine guns. And it, it's interesting. It's just like Travis said that we went through a couple of seasons and the community was like, nah, this is boring. You know, I want. And then here we are once again. We do not believe in the one hit kill. We are pulling back the one hit kill weapons. Right. So again, I, I I'm I'm of a I'm a person I'm always gonna adjust. I, it, I I'm at the point. This is where me and Trav completely align. I'm at the point with Bungie, where I know they're going to flip flop on yeah. something. So I am going to have all the available weapons when they flip back to this other meta. <laughs> That's so how sad. I design. It is. I know it, it's sad. It's 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 literally what you said. It's hey, we believe, and they give you this detailed reason. This is why it's good for the health of the game. This is going to be the purity. We're going to do this, and air, air, jumping in the air accuracy is going to be reduced. And we we don't want this one hit kill steamrolling. It creates a negative effect. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I got my sidearms. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. You know whatever it is. But it's like you said. After a while, community gets. You know, we don't like this. And boy, what the hell are you doing? And, I don't know what's I'm, I'm with you. I don't know what's the right, but whatever it is, you gotta decide. And I'm at the point now, I'm ready because I know six months to a year, Mega Twab Five comes out, and we go, oh my god, they done nerfed and reversed this change. Get ready, guys. <laughs> you know this is back. It's just it's the nature of Destiny, and I've never seen another game like this. I've never seen anything like this. Meta will shift and change. Like no one's business. I, it, it, I don't know what to say. So I'm ready. Get ready. What is it now? So let's just be clear. Eve. Now we get, let's say I'm a shotgun ape. Yep. I run around. I get my kills. No scavenger. So we get no extra bullets. You get one. But if I, right. So if I kill someone with a special, I get one. Yep. Right? Okay. That's, you know, that's what it is. I guess, I guess the, then the counterplay is... Hey, I'll, you know, primary and then SMG primary or whatever. You kill me, you don't get nothing. Now you running around the map with no sniper ammo after a while, after you get your two kills or whatever. If you didn't kill another special ammo guy, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Like, do you like that meta? Do y'all like that? Do you like the, the sidearm, you know, alternative? Or do you guys like the one hit kill potential of the snipers and the shotguns and the fusions and stuff like that? Yeah. My problem with the uh, you only get one ammo when you kill things rule is that it means that the only people who actually get to use special weapons are the players that are really good anyway. Because if you're really good and you're sliding around and getting multi-kills with a shotgun, you'll be able to feed yourself enough ammo to like keep getting kills. But if you're not that good with special weapons, you're going to waste two shots bodying somebody and not getting a kill. And then, uh, and then you're going to have no ammo and you're just going to keep getting farmed. And it's like, it's, it's a weirdly like rich get richer kind of situation and so i i do like the idea of there being more weapon variety and people being able to use skill-based weapons or weapons that can one shot but they have big disadvantages you've got to be good you've got to charge up the fusion rifle you've got to get a headshot on a sniper rifle you like you know requires accuracy or skill or what have you but uh it's such a hard uh line to walk and it seems like every time bungie thinks that they're gonna fix it we got this solution guys it's gonna fix it they either don't believe in themselves and they they trip over themselves and they they let the the community bully them back into whatever position they were at before, or the community just finds a workaround or a loophole, a way to just like yeah. 
That'd you know, be true or, too. Get, get, get around mm-hmm. the situation. They're like, oh, damn it. We didn't expect the players to do that. And then it just shifts the whole meta and then it just changes everything. So it's hard. It's hard to balance it. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do think you shouldn't be able to just run with a special all the time and have unlimited ammo. But um, I don't know what the right solution looks like. And like I said, I'm just waiting for Bungie to tell me, like, you know, because I don't know either. I, I really don't. I just I assume that there's got to be happy middle ground. Uh, but I don't know what that looks like. And they've certainly never hit it before. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out real quick to Necromancer. It's like they could make fun game modes like special weapons only or shotguns or power weapons only things like that. Make more customization said that forever. So uh, that's what we've been saying. Where's the gun game? Yeah, like you, there's so many yeah. more. We've talked about that a lot. That you could like Halo just did that. Not to cut you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, speaking of Halo, you pick up a sniper rifle, you have a certain amount of ammo and you're out. Like, that's the way they managed the economy before. And now in this game where you have these different weapons and these slots where you always spawn with ammo, that's the issue. They've tried it with maybe not having ammo. And then you pick up an ammo box or something like that. And they've had all these different ways to know. But it's like, if you always start with it and you're good, as you said, you have the ability to theoretically continue to feed yourself unless people start playing without the primaries. Then you get into the double primary meta, which people tend to find boring. Um, but again, yep. it's hard to find that middle ground of how do the rich not get richer? How does the casual person still get enough ammo to practice and theoretically get used to the gun? Because they, they try and use that shotgun, but every time they, they get picked off or they get vooped before they can use their shotgun because they're not used to using those, then they don't get a chance. To, it's again, I don't know. Honestly, like if you're the scavenger thing limits it, somebody in chat was just say cap off how much you can have. Just say like, hey, it's like if you get up to four sniper rounds in your in your gun, then that's the max. Like there's no 20 yeah. reserves that you can go pick up if you light up an entire team or something. You're not going to go pick up four bricks yeah. and then just camp the lane with 20 more bullets. Like put a cap on four, four, like whatever it is in that point. And maybe that would be a way. But that's where they get into, you know, redesigning the entire PvP ammo economy, which would be something along those lines of just saying, Hey, if you use the shotgun specials, those suckers cap at four. If you get four, use it or, you know, you're not going to get any more. And that would be a different way for them to go about it. Yeah. But it would be a very different animal. Then you have special inbox, all those other things get into crazy. So it's I'm with you guys. I'm just going to play what's presented to me. Sometimes I'll use specials. Sometimes I'll use primaries. Just kind of depends on the feel. They're still in the game and they're fun at moments. But also for people who can just like run a train with multiple special kills does get to be frustrating if you're on the other side of it. So I get what they're trying to do, but yeah, they've, they've experimented a lot and I don't know where it's going to land either. It's just, I did, I did not expect you to be using the front train. Sorry. I was not expecting that. I was like, wow, this guy, this guy just went for it. Uh, you know what? You know, what? I actually thank, thank you for calling that out about completely. It me, yes. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I just had to, I was like, wow, that was really aggressive. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, the, you, listening to you talky i'm actually now convinced that the closest bungee's ever been is to when they made you go and get crates I and the reason that. the reason yeah. i say that is because if you have highly publicized like special is going to be spawning here in 30 seconds you know get to this part of the map and D1. claim it then, it then then it then it becomes about you know map control yep. and like you know, you're you're working as a team and trying to like control it, and it's got more of like an arena kind of mm-hmm. shooter vibe where you can choose what your power weapon is, but you you reach for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think something like that might make sense. I don't know if they should be 
starting everybody off with special and then having people drop it when they get kills and, and even leave open the door for somebody to just like use scavenger and grab a whole bunch of ammo and all that junk i, I don't know if that's the right solution yeah. so. they did and i remember i remember the d1 days and they were just like this creates a situation of snowballing when one team controls the other it's like I, they gotta decide they have to decide they what their them. game is yeah it's like they have to say but what i find funny is to me maybe i'm looking more into it than i should be it feels like a threat if this doesn't move the needle We'll look at redesigning the PvP animal economy entirely, which would be a it, it's like a threat. Like if we don't like what we yeah. see, if these things are you still too get high. It. <laughs> if if your grades don't improve by the end of next semester, we need that we need that mid semester progress report to come through and yeah. check the data. They start putting twabs out there and like special ammo's too high. You guys need to use more primaries. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, am I in trouble? Like what is yeah. this? I feel threatened. <laughs> if, if you guys don't use more hand cannons in Crucible, we will be limiting your TV time after school. <laughs> are already so Bro, that's that exactly what it is. It, let's be yeah. real, Trav. Like, they look at weapon usage and take offense when there's certain archetypes and things that are not being used. <laughs> and now I'm, I got to live. Daddy Budgie said, yo, you got, we, this is this is the last midterm that we go, you going to go through this and we're going to make some serious ne- changes. Next semester, you're going to, we're getting you tutor we're gonna take you it's gonna be serious we're gonna get you in with a guidance counselor here's my theory here's my theory cog bungie's uh workforce is divided up their sandbox team is divided up into teams and each team is a type of weapon a weapon type right so they've got the fusion team and the auto rifle team whichever whichever archetype is getting used the least that group is in charge of the sandbox next season and they they just take out all of their anger and pent up <laughs> frustration about how little there is being used out on the community it's like, yes right. it literally is that every season it's that every season now machine guns are getting buffed and trace exactly. rifles are coming yeah. it's ba- yeah. it's ba- they're basically eluding next season get your machine guns ready get Absolutely. your side sidearms yeah. ready get your trace yeah. ready because this is what you're gonna do you haven't been listening you've been bad in class and now it's time to use these weapons we want you no, to use these are good like, weapons we made i mean come on gallahorn worried about your choices like they brought gallahorn <laughs> back in and that's probably one of the most used heavies in the entire game because of ease of use by doing the one mission catalyst is not that hard to do if you go through and find those things and then you've got one of the better guns in the game for a general level of people that can go after one good gun and then now it's like, okay, and then you gave Rockets a buff finally because you brought in the good gun and you wanted it to be good. Shocking that machine guns aren't being used. <laughs> One, they don't do that much damage. They take up a heavy slot. Heavy slot is always what you're going to use to damage bosses. So you need something that hits. Linear's got a buff. Rockets did finally get a buff. Grenade launchers also feel like they're going to be the next one in rotation after machine guns because grenade launchers had the like breach and clear. And then after that, grenade launchers have been like sitting on a shelf. Like, yeah, they've been yeah, tanking. They like down. they don't. They don't hit that hard and you got to hit multiple shots. So it's this weird, Mm -hmm. as you said, bungees in the rotation of what part of the meta cycle. It's about every six seasons will rotate through heavies and more PVP ammo, less PVP ammo, double primaries, get all the specials in there and just ride the wave of the destiny roller coaster and see which what's going to spawn next because we don't know what we're going to get. Yeah, I give them credit. The only thing I do like that they stand on was when they gave us random rolls back. That remember the no random roll meta? But they caved. That was just another example of what you're saying. They just did it in the way that you liked. 
Because they true. said random roles are too chaotic. We're taking them out of the game with Destiny 2 so that we can give you curated roles that feel a little better and have more identity. And they gave us all yep. these reasons. And the community's like, but we don't like it. And they were like, well, if you don't like it, then I guess <laughs> forget all that stuff we just told you. You know what I mean? It's like, what? Player population, Which one is brother. it? Just tell, tell me what's real. I don't understand. Player population, brother. That, mm-hmm. I, sometimes I think they're too eager to listen to their fans. Obviously, you should listen to Sun setting to was extent. too fast. Yeah. Sunsetting was too fast. They didn't get a chance at it. And I think sometimes they think that their players must know something that they don't. And it's like, not really. I, I don't know if I believe that. I think that if you tell me something is good design and you believe that it's good game design, then like get after it, it, man. You do it. I mean, look at look at how people responded to Elden Ring. That's mm. a developer that seems yeah. to go out of their way to be like, yo, we don't care what you say. We're making the game we want to make and you can Actually. like it or not like it. And people responded well to that game. That's not to say that you shouldn't you should be arrogant and never listen to your fans and stuff like that. But I think there's a middle ground and sometimes Mm -hmm. Bungie's a little too quick to go on apology tours and and overturn decisions. On the flip side, too quick when the community finds a loophole in their own system and that becomes the meta. They don't like that. Oh yeah, they'll slap that stuff down real fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If there's a if there's a nail that pokes out, they will put that one back where it needs to be. They also pick weird fights. They'll, they will nerf something that's slightly out of whack or, or, or a, a way that somebody was eliminating the grind. Oh, here's a super fast way to get these tokens you need. And then they'll get rid of that immediately. But then they'll let cheating go on for like three years and like just people just <laughs> destroying trials and they'll get rid of that, you know, at super slow pace. It's just like I sometimes I question the the priorities on that team. But yeah, yeah as always, like an advertisement for Bungie to never hire me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard your, your chances, yeah, right? Probably not helping. I'll be a bunch of never hired. Don't play this on the interview. <laughs> uh, what do you have to say about this? What puts a VHS? Uh, they're like, oh, this is you, so right? You found, so you found that <laughs> one. That's yeah. me. That's me. Yeah. Uh, they also talk about a bunch of weapon archetypes. Just this is where they really went into Q and A's. Like the lightweight pulses is the BX5 battler getting the same buff? Yes, it is. Retrace path getting the trace rifle buff? Yes. Zooms, fusion rifles, yes, they were accurate. No change to sidearms because they figure they're going to be in a place. They go through all of those. A mm-hmm. uh, couple exotics in the same way. Risk runner zoom is staying the same. Lumina's uh, mm-hmm. in the damage buff reduction. Is Layman Arc affected by necrotic grip? No, yeah. they just go through all these like random. Not a weapon of sorrow. Yeah, not a weapon of I mean, it's not. It never thought it was. Um, mm. I was thinking about it. I, all weapons are weapons of sorrow. I mean, if you want to go down that road, sure. Uh, Eyes of Tomorrow, they basically explain the damage buff to it, so that one will get it's pretty much 30% across the board. I'm so Wave excited. Splitter about- is going to actually still have the variable. I thought that was actually, when I read the last one, Wave Splitter was actually supposed to have a set damage, and if you pick up an orb, it's going to get a buff. Now it's still going to have the varial damage back in there. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, just just make it. I'm all about Eyes of Tomorrow, though. That's there where I'm go. at. Yep. Uh, they did say in crafting, if you craft a weapon and you pick mm-hmm. like the like masterwork trait, like range or draw speed or whatever. And you put two enhanced traits on the weapon. You can get a gold border on your crafted weapon now. Cause you know, some people were not, uh, not happy. The gold mm-hmm. borders went away. So your, your eyes will no longer burn for those of you that care about the aesthetics. 
I actually do care about that. I do a care lot. about of course, it. Of course, of course you both do. Of course you do. Yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah. It bothers me. It does. Dude, it does bother me yeah. the dots and not the border because I feel yeah. like I should delete it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's that's a mistake weapon. Let me yeah, throw it away. Don't feel and complete. Like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, the winner. F- does that really doesn't bother you? E? Not that big of a deal. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's not. It's not world ending. I mean, I'll tell you that. Look at look at the way he dress. I guess it doesn't. Oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> Leave the boy alone. <laughs> Gotta defend him, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> he covers up his camera and cries. <laughs> oh, we go hug it out. We go hug it out. Is that GCX. a sticky note? Yeah, <laughs> sticky note. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Dope. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I I don't know, man. I just I have pet peeves that that one bothered me. But. It bothers me too. It does. I like my I like, boy. Yeah, it um, messes up the synergy. See you. You don't master work. That's what it is, don't you? I master work. Granted, there's less of a point of it now, but yes, I do master work the ones I use. Mm-hmm. But the crafted one armor too. Yeah, Ebontus. Okay, okay. You fifteen are a master work. Thanks, appreciate mm. that. Unless that's mm. no. Yes, all of my armor is master worked right now. Okay, I literally wow. have like an arc, a solar void, and a stasis master worked piece of armor, and all like wow, bro, that's big from you. You were like a, a how, eight it is, to nine guy. Like you were at eight power playing, level. But how long have I been playing? At some point, I gotta put the golf balls somewhere because I, I. You committed though. Like that was a big. I remember back in the day, you was like, I didn't find nothing to commit to really. To you lie, I and mean, you would just sit on golf balls. Yeah, you would. No, no, I, I get it for a while, but it got to a point where I was okay. like. They're even the seasonal ones that are gifted to you in the season pass got to be overflowing. It's like I gotta start putting them somewhere. So yes, I've oh, so they became yeah, they became like exotic ciphers for you. They they were just too much, and yeah, the game just, was yelling at yeah, you. It's like <laughs> you, now you got the ones from last season that you haven't even used yet. So I got to put those in. Yes, of course. So at some point, yes, it got there. But now the fact that I've masterworked four sets, the only thing I would masterwork now is a random new exotic that I might get. But outside of that. I mean, there's not, yeah, there's not a whole lot of reason. So, but yes, I do masterwork all of those. Um, Freelance trials this weekend will be on Altar of Flame. Uh, That one beat out Vostok and Fragment. So if you enjoy that map, then trials will be where you're at. Um, For those of you who are wondering, Iron Banner, or not, Iron Banner is going to get his rework. Iron Banner is next week. Yep. Iron Banner is next week. We need to do it. No. Remind me. 17. Remind me to play it. Next season 17 is the rework, but oh, this God. Iron Banner is the last Iron Banner for the season. It is also the last Iron Banner that you can turn in tokens because all of your tokens are going to be wiped out at the end of the season. So I have like 2000. I got to turn them all in, turn in all your tokens, do the quest if you want it. And between trials and Iron Banner these last few weeks, there are certain weapons. Messenger and Shira's Wrath will be gone. Now, I think you've missed the weekends that they were adept, but if you even want a normal roll on those things, get some grinding in, use the tokens, and use those engrams. So make sure you guys are running out of time. If you want anything from Iron Banner, if you want anything from Trials, now's your time to put the work in over the next couple of weeks. Just wanted to call that one out. Uh, Other than that, the Contender's Boon, I already said, it only goes up to gold. There is no Platinum Boon, which is just frustrating. Uh, the shoot to score clarification competitive playlist and figured that would open up then. Uh, other than that, they're basically most of the supers like weapons of light or mm-hmm. the word of dawn, not word of dawn. Yeah. Word of dawn, but then weapons of light, well of radiance. If you get kills yeah. while those supers are active on you, you, those don't not count towards medals right now. 
So like the strike scoring medals. So if you stand in a well of radiance and you shoot stuff, you do not get a, the medals for like, you know, strike sprees or anything like that. Um, other than that, that's most of the twab, really. Yeah. Got a new map in Trials or a map voted for? Yeah, we mo- voted we're for We're going to talk about that. I just said it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But we're gonna, how do we feel about it? Do you like the map? Would you have rather had Vostok or Fragment? No, Alter Flames clearly the best one. Yes, yeah, like it was actually pretty close, forty four and thirty six. That was Fragment was definitely the minority for sure, and that's I don't yeah. like that map anyway, so that's fine. Um, Alter Flame and Vostok, I could have gone probably either way on that one. Mm. Yeah, I like Alter Flame better. Vostok, I love hate with it. Yeah, I mean they both tend to lead to very yeah, specific places Vostok to fight. But... Alter of lame, <laughs> lame, yo, he crazy. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I will say the side that has the uh the head glitching on the stairs, that's oh that's really the problem with that map is one side is exactly better. Yeah. yeah. The one coming from what C point down looking out. Yeah. yeah. It's still mm-hmm. a good map though. It's yeah, a good map. map but. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think season 17 is gonna be about? Hmm. Then we hear rumors of um what was it, Rasputin? I thought we heard rumors of it. it's it's time for him, right? Isn't it? I mean, I've heard rumors, but it seems he's got to he's got to get his exo body. Is what you're yeah. saying? Get a little exo body. We got to see Anna Bay. Anna Bay. See her come out. See Anna Bay come outside. You know what I'm saying? We we don't know what's going on with her. And last thing we heard, he got downloaded into a engram. He's, he's an engram right yeah, now. I think is where he started. He's an SD card or somebody yeah. right now. So you know, we got to see what's going on. He's the most useless war mind during the whole situation. Like he just got a shut down and neutered immediately. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. Darkness was like Earth's no. protector. Yeah, yeah. Darkness is like stop that. So now we got to see what's going on with him. And then I doubt Siva. Yeah, but I really doubt interested. that. I doubt Siva, but it, my, to me, my main thing is that the dungeon. Excuse me, the dungeon is this coming season. Yes, but my question really is, after that, which was season eighteen, yep. what raid are we gonna get? What returning raid? And I want to know if it's time for the King's Fall. Like, when are we gonna get the King's Fall? King's Fall theoretically would make sense this time if you're mm-hmm. going to stick with the Hive raid, but it is also a Hive taken again. Um, theoretically the dungeon I think we were talking about it last time could theoretically be like Vex because we haven't had that in a while or I don't want to scorn one but again we could get one of those if it's thematically fitting as well but for the raid Mm -hmm. it's like I would like to see the complete shift of Wrath of the Machine Mm -hmm. Mm. just because we don't have anything else like it in the game basically mm. it's very unique you have the zamboni you have the axis fight yeah. you have all of the pieces to that which are um just very unique um mm-hmm. and i like the fact that those are yeah. would give it's a, a unique raid. yeah it's a unique raid the, uh, i wonder how they would do the weapons and all that type of stuff um there's a lot of throwing balls around in the early part so you've got that part but axis was cool i mean you got the dunking mechanics King's Fall, though, that has some interesting, has the more boss fights, though. So I wonder which one, like, on a work front would be harder to pull mm-hmm. together because King's Fall is the longest raid, minus Last Wish. Probably those are probably about equivalent. But it is one of the longest raids. Most encounters, most places things could probably go wrong. Cog sites are popping up. Um, <laughs> Kill him. 
I don't know. Like, I could see either one. I, I I will laugh real hard and also be kind of have it a hilarious point if they bring back Crota's End just to troll everyone. Because everyone is between King's Fall and Wrath of the Machine. And if they're just like, huh, look at that. We got Crota's End. I think it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I that think that hilarious. would be the funny part. Um, <laughs> no, I was like, I mean, for the story, I'm curious to see because Iron Banner is getting a rework. Keitel is involved. Somehow she has ideas for the rework. So is there going to be Keitel going to be hanging up out by the big giant fire fire urn with like, and maybe she could be one of the, I'd love to actually see her just chilling out in the tower. Just like you got Lord Saladin and then you got like nine foot, 14 inch tall Keitel over there. Just, just the chunk sitting up there, the cabal standing in the tower and be like, and she's like, you know, the, yeah, it, I just think that would be hilarious. It would never It'd happen. It would be funny. Um, probably, yeah. So that might be its own little, like, probably have maybe have some voiceover lines. I really don't know where they're going with the story because they have been so tight-lipped. The season 17 narrative writers have been so excited about it. I don't know where they're going to go. I feel like as it's, uh, I think Jarvis said it last time, the season after an expansion is usually, like, the cool season. Like, one of the bigger seasons. So I think this is where... We're going to get a cool story, but I feel like it could go anywhere because it's so far away from Lightfall. It doesn't have to connect to it. It's not like season 19, which has to like lead into Nightfall. It can be whatever they want. And I just I don't even know where to speculate at this point. Travis. Yeah. Uh, do you even have like a one? I have no idea. Yeah, I was like, do you even have like a race <laughs> no that you idea. want? In, what race do you want uh, involved yeah. in the story? Here. Uh, I want the witness to show up next season and just start killing fools. Okay. And then I want us to get a fourth playable guardian race, uh, hive light bearers. And then I, you know, want to all the new elements to be added. And I'm, I'm excited, but, uh, mostly I'm excited about the sandbox changes, the uh, rework of solar. I'm not super i don't have huge lofty expectations about the seasonal content i'm mostly thinking that they're going to rely on kind of like the sandbox and those little things to carry them and the dungeon i think the dungeon yeah. would be great yeah. but uh, uh yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know i have no idea where they're going to go with the story because we know they're playing a waiting game we know the witness isn't going to show up season 17 uh so we're probably just going to be doing other stuff but i hope that everything we do has something to do with the coming witness. I, I want us to get to know the witness before he shows up, uh, before they show up, I guess. And um, I would like that kind of momentum that we felt building going to the witch queen to start now. Mm. You know what I mean, that's what I want. I want, I don't want it to just be, Hey, we saw a cutscene that we didn't hear from the witness until they showed up. I want, I want Typical it to bungee. be like, yeah, we're I don't want it to be typical Bungie. I want it to be like you're building this guy like we're we're kind of dancing with some of his agents. We already met Rolk. We are, we're already fighting some of his his disciples, literally. And so I think um, I think we need to they need to keep that momentum and not get lost in like side stories. But I think they're going to get lost. In I think they're going to get lost. I think 100% they're going to. But I, I would love it if they didn't do that yeah. and instead focused on the story. So. Hey. Your thoughts, any any requests? Uh, I mean, we kind of talked through the dungeon last time. I think Vex would be unique. Um, I will say the precedent of what Rolk being so different 
say if it's like a Vex dungeon, I don't want it to just be like a Minotaur in the end again. Like Minotaurs, I always feel mm-hmm. like are the bosses because they're the ones that probably scale up the biggest. Mm-hmm. And also I'm sitting here thinking through um, Wyverns. Wyverns are frustrating. So those those <laughs> get to be a little bit annoying. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the dungeons, they do always nail. So, I mean, I'm not worried. I always enjoy those The you know, whether it be the lore, the event of it, the encounters, just the fact that they're usually built to be soloable. Of course, I'm kind of biased on that one. Um, so if they do that type of link, if it is like a Vex related dungeon, I'd be curious because we really did. I mean, we got Cabal, we got Hive going on. There's a little bit Taken, Scorn. There's a little mix of all that stuff going on. There's been nothing from the Vex. Yeah, they've been quiet. I mean, the other option in my head would be Fallen, but we got Grasp of Avarice. We got that one already. Mm -hmm. And then if the dungeon doesn't have any tie-in with the lore of the season, that's going to be weird. So it does feel like Vex might be involved because we got to kind of know what they're doing. Last time we Mm -hmm. heard about them was Aquario with Splicers. So I guess we've had that. And also, what's his face? His planet got taken and then he became like a friendly Vex harpy. What you mean? It's impossible. Remember, what's, what's my man name? That guy, he was always grumpy, the grumpy scientific. Oh, oh, uh, one arm boy. Yeah, uh, what yeah. was his? Oh, forget this. I miss him. Uh, the stankiest character in yes. Destiny. Do my bidding, Asher, subjective. Get Asher the information. You know how I should remember that because people called, said that I reminded them of Asher Mir for like the first year of Fireteam Chat. They were like, he's just Asher Mir, this annoying old guy. And I was like, True, fair. <laughs> Yo, you kind of on the attribute of destiny. I kind of am. Yeah, I kind of am. It's super, like the, impossible. Super, impossible. Super, uh, uh, unfortunate, but I do have his personality. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's a little Bernie Sanders esque. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Very. Be agitated. Yep. You have, you have very basically called yourself very scientific. Out there, so. Yeah. That's that's. Yes, yes, that is accurate. I like that. I got. I, I got to follow man. the laughs. E. I don't care about my pride. I'm just chasing the the giggles <laughs> yeah. over here for the content. For the content. Asher he was my yeah. favorite. Asher, I here. used to yeah. love. There we go. That's what that's what I'll do for the GCX shirt. If I could do a tie guy Asher beer situation. Yeah. There's your. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's the rumor your persona. Is, like he he got he's like a, a a thing now, like a harpy or so. He's like assimilated with the Vex or oh. something during that whole thing. That's the rumor. So we got like a friendly Vex con, you know, concert in the, in the theme of like, because it seems like each race we having a friend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, like that's where it seems like Mithrax, you Keidle. know what I'm saying? Keidle, Theoretically you know Savathun, or we Savathun, got Finch for now, but Savathun's eventually Finch, coming. Exactly. The Vex, we need something because they don't have, the problem with the Vex is they just don't, they, they're a hive mind network. So they don't have a singular entity and they kind of need that. That's what yeah, kind of the makes Vex, them. They're, yeah, they're like the Borg, basically. I mean, for Star yeah. Trek reference, there is no. I mean, theoretically, if you get in the movie, there's like the one lady leader. But I mean, theoretically, like it's a collective per se. Yeah, it's like Corey has been kind of a high up, but it is hard to get. Yeah. As you said, kind of a connection to them because they are they are so alien. There's no I mean, even Oryx, you could you got to feel he was a dad pissed off because you killed his son. What do you do to the Vex? Well, they travel. They are forever existent through all of time, and they are just a machine race of Vex milk. Like, there's no attachment there, so that is a difficult Nothing. one to sell. Yeah, which is why, like the Hive and the Witness, and you know, 
I'd be cool if they did yeah. some crazy other, you know, disciple, crazy disciple, like weird boss that comes mm. into play out of nowhere. So that'd be dope. Yeah. I'd be, I'd yeah, be happy be to see more yeah. unique bosses. Yeah. Yeah. New, new, new. Exactly. New, yeah. New. I could hope for Keep a new. Momentum. If I could hope for a new, yeah. I just don't have high expectations usually. Because like yeah, expansions are so boat. big. I'm yeah. the same boat. Sad yeah. story I would, I would incoming. Love if we could get there. But there is, isn't there a glimmer of hope, E? A little bit, just based on the hype that the the Bungie employees seem to be having for the season that they haven't really had before. Do you feel that there's a chance we'll get something that we don't expect and it won't just be another season where we fight some nameless, you know, faction and then go back to the way things were? Any chance? I I want to say small because I never expected um I never expected Rolk and I never expected the witness. So I feel like they have to be opening the door to new things to some extent. Otherwise, there's no way we're ever going to see anything crazier than Zevo Wrath and like, that's it. Because if it's like, if Rolk exists. Forgot about her. We still got this. Yeah, Zivu Zivu is where I picture Lightfall. She's outside. That feels like Zivu is going to get the build up to Lightfall, then maybe the witness into the final shape. That's my poor speculation. But the fact that Rolk exists, the fact that we've seen the witness in a trailer, Feels like maybe there could be something like that coming at some point that you've got to have something unique. If there can be, I don't know, if we go into the pyramided ship on Europa, for example, because we did a mission in there, which was really cool and enjoyed it. You could theoretically also have a dungeon based in a pyramid ship and who knows what else has been locked up in a pyramid somewhere. I mean, I could see them go in that direction, which would be cool to keep it unique. I just... I think that would be expecting a lot right now. But if they could do it, I'd love it. I absolutely would. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think next week we got Iron Banner coming. So they'll do mm-hmm. next week fairly quiet. And then the final week, uh, right when I get back from seeing my brother in Austin, um, is when they're going to drop trailer. Quab. It's literally the week before is when they drop our seasons. So. Yep. Next week is going to be Iron Banner, week two of Guardian Games, kind of chill vibes, and then do what you got to do, farm your machine guns, get all that stuff out of the way. And then the final week, which is 19, 18, 17th, 17th is going to be the final week. Um, and that's when I think all the season stuff's going to explode because they won't say anything until they do that trailer. Now, would I love it if they literally only talked about Sandbox, only talked about this stuff? And actually did no marketing for a season and just said, download it and log in and see what happens. I know they won't, but I wish they would. One time. It's like it's like you don't want people to play the game. How do you think people find out about the new content? You, you think that they think just think as soon as people log in, it would be spoiled everywhere. Every article IGN would be like, the new season is this, this, that, and the other. Like it would take five seconds, I'm sure, and all of the people who get pre-access to it would publish. At reset on the 24th, like it would be out there. But just to be able to have access yeah. to log in and not know and just be like, all right, where are n- we going? N- 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 Ibantis, I don't know if you know this, but news isn't news if it already happened and is out <laughs> and anybody can play it. You know what I mean? Like they have to build hype before. I know like, that. Before. I literally said it's not going to happen, but I wish once it kind of would. That's all I'm saying. You're, so, you are like you're, a so, you're such a hipster. You're like a bean to a marketing team. Like you're... <laughs> No, but I like, can't do anything with you, man. No. How are you the first Amish Destiny player? How is this? 
What? Possible. I don't even understand. That. That, that's not quite your. That's not your he best reference. I'll be honest. But. <laughs> you just don't want to. You just you shout out. Know. Shout out real know. quick to Colin Wheeler. Hot love. Love the podcast for months. Thank you for the hard work. We are very happy to have you here, Colin. Thank you for the listens and the enjoyment. Um, no, I get his no, point. No, but it's is, just I, like I, it'd be one of those things. Is like a big mystery to figure out where this. Like that would be something for. Um, like light, not. Yeah, no, Final Shape. Because that mm-hmm. is going to be the last expansion of this season. And if they're like, hey, when you, we're going to fight the Witness and this is going to be the campaign. Yeah, we probably expect that. But on the other side, it'd be nice not to have all the information going in. And I know they have to sell it, so I know it makes zero sense. That's just a preference of let me play a game and not know what's going on when I play it. And I like, know what this is. I know what this is. And that's, this is e. Your single player sensibilities are kicking in. Yeah, and I know and, it's not and, ever going to happen, so I accept that. Yeah, it's just and, like and I get you it. You like you like the you like the surprise. You like to not know. You want the big reveal, and it just I, I feel for you, bro. I do understand where you go, but it ain't never. Gonna I know. Happen. I get. I get. <laughs> I accept you, that you work in the wrong industry. You have yeah. to cover the news. I know that. It's that's why I'm saying it's a personal one, and I know it doesn't make any sense. I've fully okay. accepted that. You guys, I, can... I, I want to, I, I get it. I get it. I You're get an it. idealist to the bitter end. Yeah. yeah I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to see that stuff as probably as soon as it comes out, break that trailer down frame by frame. You know, it's going to happen, yeah. but I was TK like, just got you. He said, no, you no, as no. An... no, no, TK doesn't understand. TK mm-hmm. says you as an individual can choose to avoid any spoilers or marketing material. No, no, no. You can do that. TK. Ivantis, I like, and myself as I cannot cover the game, do that. that we I can't have do. to yeah. cover the game. But yeah. then you won't be it's spoiled, it. E. <laughs> yeah, you won't be you spoiled. Listen, do the Amish. Just, 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 just stay low. Just stay yeah, low and be, then boot it up and then do content. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not the smart business decision. So that's, that's oh, the yeah, other side of me. He won't be spoiled, but he'll be looking for a new uh, source of income yes, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Income. He'll be, he'll be, uh, oh, you, you haven't published a video in two weeks. You have published your video on the first day. YouTube's not going to like that very much. Yeah, algorithm doesn't algorithm like that. that kind of thing. So, no, that's not really yeah, an I option. Go play dice. But I, I feel I'll hail the algorithm. I'll hail the confusing as hell algorithm. But um, yeah. that's just, I mean, as I said, it's a personal want to like, you know, first time I saw Stormvale Castle in Elden Ring is like that's a cool moment. Remember so it's I like, told you, single single player sensibilities, character. So that's, but that's the idea. Like, if they walk a balance of not giving us too much, that's what I like. That's where it's okay. like, not for you. You know, if you can, you felt Witch Queen trailer was well, marketing was too much. What, what part? What part annoyed you with Witch Queen trailer? Marketing? Witch Queen was reasonable. Okay. Um. They didn't. They didn't show witness. We didn't, no one knew witness. Right. Bro. Didn't know about the witness. Come didn't on. know wh- how we were going to get told the whole story. Didn't know the backstory. Didn't know the turn. Um, everybody expected we they were going to. Spo- they did. They did spoil guardians. Hive light bearers. Yeah, the hive light bearers would have been cool. Like that would have been. Yeah. Right and we did show. know. Damn it, she got out of the crystal. <laughs> we didn't do that. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was the Mara end. Of didn't the, hold her down. Yeah, that was the end of the season. So it's just, it's mm-hmm. you know. It, I would say Witch Queen was better than Forsaken because Forsaken was one moment. They could have been like, hey, you've got, you know, Aldrin Sov letting out the Barons and all of those things. And you could have like, you know, maybe a mystery as to who got shot or something like that. But it's just the <laughs> fact that it was in the trailer. <laughs> who shot you? No, what if it was a mystery of like, no, but it was like, it was faded out. And it's like, 
one of the Vanguard could have been the one shot as opposed okay, to knowing like, well, it was Cade. Like, then you still have the marketing guy, but then you got to go find out who it is. Which queen who was done it? Yeah, who done it? Type. Like, yeah, you're going into Agatha Christie murder, murder mystery there, <laughs> but yeah. No, I was like, which queen was not? Which queen is not quite as egregious as Forsaken? Okay. So Forsaken, yeah, I remember the fight scene. You were disgusted. You were like, what? They gave it away. <laughs> It was the premise of the expansion. It was just a personal preference. No, ride on it, bro. Stand on your square there. You look. I, I You're allowed you to have a personal preference, but you should also be not be offended when somebody asks you to explain your personal no, preference and, and give any justification. Yeah, it's because I don't. Like if, I don't yeah. want like what is the what? It's like going to see a going to see a very specific Marvel movie and then being being shown a very specific moment. And there's like, in Avengers Endgame, for example, I could pick two, and if you show me either one of those, I'm going to be mad. It's like in Forsaken, we got one. Yeah, it's like very beginning of the game, but I don't need to know that before I even get there. Like, yeah. I don't want to know in a movie. That's why, like, movie trailers, Star Wars The Force Awakens was one of my favorite movie trailers because oh. it showed so little but also, it was like, it's 100% a Star Wars movie, but didn't tell me what was going to happen. It gave me, yeah. like, inklings and ideas, but didn't spoil anything. It wasn't like, oh, well, well, we know this Actually, about... Actually, all Star Wars movies are like that, which, in fact, Star Wars even does something where they add fake scenes that aren't actually in the movie yeah, 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 yeah. just to yep. throw people off <laughs> so like that mm -hmm. so i agree with you holistically but i also think like there's a certain amount of information you have to know to know if you want to even buy and something I, and i get that like, but it's just like it's you're walking in a line world where like like do you go and see movies without knowing what genre they're in you're like i wonder if it's going to be a western or a yeah horror movie. It, you just buy the ticket based on the name and you just go completely well, of course blind i don't or, do that and that's why i said like which queen yeah. was a better balance of that than i felt you know yeah the hive guardians would have been a cool surprise but you know there was things that we didn't know were going to happen that we got later on so i felt like it was a better balance personally yeah, shout yeah. it back. He said they had to fire up the community before forsaking how pissed off most were. That is true. I remember no, people I yeah, saying, I mean, yo, I'm buying forsaking. Yo, they did that to Kate. Like hunters were pissed. Like the whole it was it was a yeah. thing. People were like, yo, I love Kate. He would, and let's be honest, Kate was low-key a crutch to the series in the sense that he was so beloved. Yeah. Like, like he let he carried D1 for a lot when they didn't really have good storytelling beats, and he would just come in and crack his little jokes and be Taking funny King. and it. Taken King, like he carried a lot of Destiny, so I, I get it. I, I do get it. It's just like I said, the marketing that this team is—they're just magicians with working emotions and getting the right beats and getting the musical tone and theme of the season to get you emotionally connected. And yeah, they, I, I, I think it, it, the train will continue to to ease disgust. I understand it. And it's just, again, like it's a person. And I, that's why I said, I feel like it's been getting better where we've been getting teases and some, but not all of it, which I appreciate. So there you go. Yeah. Now we get all of our news through, uh, uh, leaks. Yeah. Yes. Through, uh, also, <laughs> that's how I found out that there were going to be hive light bearers. <laughs> Remember mm -hmm. the big old leak that happened like six mm -hmm. months before Witch queen was announced. So mm -hmm. I found out about it. Yeah. Yes, sir. So yeah. Trying to avoid the leaks if possible. Then you get to a point of, uh, yeah, trailers versus leaks is all different matter entirely. So, well, that is about all we got. Just us. Uh, the next couple of weeks, we have some very, um, very good guests coming. We've got two PVP focused, very good content creators. We've got Shadow next week. If you guys know him, I know he just cracked 100,000 subs. 
does some very cool content, myth busting and other stuff. And then we've got Castle coming after that. So two very good guests to talk about basically the hype into whatever we know. And then on the 19th, which is going to be right before the season launches, that'll be Castle. So that'll be like trailer, TWAB, whatever they do in between there. So we've got a couple of cool ones coming. So I just wanted to let you guys know what to know for the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, it's always fun just to chat with the three of us and just mix it up for a little bit, get off on random topics and speculate, give each other a hard time. You know, I'm going to have to go edit the opening of the show. And if you missed it, well, hopefully it's going to be gone sooner than later. <laughs> that's getting deleted. That's going into the content vault. I got to make sure I got to make sure we don't get demonetized Why? if nothing else. So yeah, he throw it. I lost tapes into go, the vault. Yeah. Hey, you know, I got no stake in this. I'm not drawing a paycheck. So it's like. The hell with your viewers. Like, I'm just here. I'm just it. here to throw a wrench into things. But uh, I'm just here to get you shut down. Thanks, Ooh. thanks, bud. Appreciate that. It's going to be really hard to host this thing in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I will... now, you know, now you know why Fire Team Chat ended. <laughs> they got. They all got. They all got tired. Of, they all got tired of hanging out with Travis every yeah, week. Yeah, so they're like, this guy." <laughs> That's right. Uh. But yeah, like as we always do for a wrap up, um, can you tell us what you're working on? Or is that the next big secret, Travis, what you got? Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned at the top of the show, but I'm I'm reviewing uh, Evil Dead. I'm doing a preview for uh, some other games. Um, yeah, it's it's sort of a quieter season. So yeah. uh, in the re- in the reviews world. So I'm getting some some stuff done. I'm still the. Highest volume reviewer at IGN. I know that's actually really awesome. <laughs> just is just it pretty now? Impressive. Is it by volume of views or like number of games or both? Number of rev- games reviewed. Okay, yeah. And actually, the next the next person behind me is like at four or five reviews. So I've done f- like 15, 16. Damn. Damn. Yeah, this year. You've yeah, I'm, in, I'm pretty high up there. Yeah, I was like, I. Yeah. I they need to uh, all this crap that you've had to deal with. I feel like at some point, what's the game? Is there anything like, what do you want now that Halo went to Ryan McCaffrey? I knew obviously nobody's stealing that from him. No one is stealing that. Uh, but is there anything, all, all these, like, you know, all the pain that you're putting in, is there anything you have your eyes on? Like, Hey, when that thing I've heard about, can I get that? Like, is there one that you do want at some point that you've heard of at least? Yeah. I mean, even if there was one I wanted, I don't think I would get it to be honest with you, but I will say the one game that I'm, lucky to review and it seems like i will continue to be able to review it is destiny so i kind of have my game i get to review destiny every year when it comes out that's that's Fair. dope like mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm the expert on it it makes just sense for me to review it so i already dope. get my dream game and honestly i don't mind reviewing bad games some people it really bothers to me it just you know it makes me roll my eyes a couple times i have a laugh and then most importantly i get to go out and tell people to not play it which i think yes. is a valuable service like you I need agree. somebody like that because be like, mm-hmm. this game is terrible. Don't waste your time on it. Yeah. I mean, there's some games where you're just, you're howling at the wind. Like Postal 4, I don't think anybody who wasn't going to play that game now wasn't going to play it because of my review. But yeah. I do think that like Nerf Legends, I stopped a lot of moms from buying a really bad game for their kids. You know what I mean? Like that was real. I saw people in the comments being like, oh my God, I bought this as a Christmas gift for my kid. I need to return it. Like stuff like that. Or for which like, one? Right, cool. Nerf Legends. Oh, okay. Because that's like the, old, yeah, that's the that ultimate is a game, game a mom yeah, would that's buy a ter- yeah. for a kid. Yeah, yes, for yeah, sure. Just on the name so. alone. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but yeah, yeah, you're anyway. okay being the bad guy and no skin off your back. So no, they have the right person 
to deal with that comment, oh, and you're yeah. like, I don't Perfect. care. It was a terrible game. Perfect. I don't. Yeah. I don't care, man. No. You, you're. It doesn't bother me at all. Some reviewers, some people who produce content, they get really hurt when people comment on theirs. I don't care at all. Yeah. I really don't. That's something you learn about yourself when you start making content. Is like how you react to mm-hmm. negative feedback because. That's apparently, I'm just a sociopath. I, apparently, I just have no empathy or shame just at all. So, no, you'll um, just, anyway, you're, yeah, that's you're what I'm willing on. to call a spade a spade, and somebody actually does need to do that. It does the service. Yeah. It's a service, man. Um, also, uh, this last episode of uh, BitCast was our 200th yes. episode. Yep. Which, obviously, I take full credit for all 200 episodes. <laughs> Somebody who was on the show for that happened with Fireteam Jack too. I was on the show for like thirty episodes, and it was like episode three hundred, and I was like, "What up, guys? It's me. It's all me." Uh, yeah, so yeah, like I was here for like yeah. well, just about a year. Thanks. Yeah, by a year. See you, boys. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, but but uh, you should watch it. A cog is on it. Ebontis is on it. <laughs> you guys both were on that episode. Yeah, I, don't I don't think you were up. on at the same time. No, no we I, yeah. I was very early. Like I was like, as soon as y'all went live, almost. No, I was. Uh, I you was at the very end. Yeah. I was cooking, and I jumped in at about eleven ish. Nice, I was about an hour nice. after start, hour and fifteen or so. I was, Dope. I was getting some stuff in the oven, yeah. and I was like, all right, I'll get in line for my mm-hmm. spots of chat and stuff. And uh, somebody came in, and like it was a uh, brap came in. I think it just like came mm-hmm. in with the. Casey Kasem voice and just like took over the entire thing for a minute. I was like, all right, I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I didn't actually say a lot on that episode. I mostly was just listening to other people tell their stories, but you can watch me say things uh, this Sunday. I think it's happening. It's Mother's Day, but I think we're still oh, doing yeah, an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but are you guys doing an episode on Mother's Day? Do you guys not care about your moms? Yeah, we just be like, whatever. The Matriarchs, yeah, we salute them, but we're still going. Whatever. You only, you only birthed <laughs> me, okay? Get over it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I think we're doing an episode this week so you can hear me get in a fight with a lawyer and, and probably beat him. I mean, I usually do. Let's, let's be honest. I'm the best. Uh, yeah, other than that. Humble. <laughs> I love Ability. you guys. Cog, E, I'm so excited to see you guys at GCX. I know. Yes. Literally, uh, that's what I'm excited for. About a month out now. That's really yep. exciting. Meet you guys in person. In I bought person. my two thousand dollar plane tickets. Sorry that's about love. that. Yeah, but thanks for the commitment. Yeah, Appreciate hotel. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're gonna do a show in person. We got and to. Then, I'm bringing equipment, bro. I'm bringing yeah, equipment. And like then I, and I'm gonna, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'm gonna record an episode of Bitcast while we're there because the Xbox show is happening. Yeah, I gotta do the same on thing Sunday. Yeah, I just ordered thing, ordered the high speed package for your room, sir. Yeah, I mean, I I assume I'll get that. It's I mean, not part of the default pack. Do they have high speed in Florida? Is that a thing? Damn, have, Florida, Florida cut they, a straight. They get, Damn, it has to travel out. through the swamp. It's a little the the, bit, the yeah a little bit. Bumpy. The ping's pretty mm-hmm. bad because the all the lines are chomped on by alligators. But you know, e, we got I gotta anyway, pick. I was gotta pick better lighting this time. For if we do it by sure. the beach in the pool, yeah, we'll we'll, sure. we'll find a place um, for that. Super excited to do that with you guys. And I just want to say, like, I know I'm more trouble than I'm worth as a uh, as a friend and somebody <laughs> that you no. do shows with. But I hope you know it's all love and, and you guys are awesome. And, Group uh, hug. Also, don't forget to check out Tinder X, XYZ. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm lit out uh, here. Really, really out here <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to give you free nude pics or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's got about, but, dating sites coming yeah. through the chat tonight trying to spam. So, yeah, we'll keep those out of there. 
We gotta make sure, sure uh, Cognito's, Cognito's tender is not listed here. Listen, so. man. Let me get my, my sure? extra, my side income, man. I'm out here. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm on. Yeah, don't forget to join uh, Cogs Only Fans. He's got yeah, man. My love, my bots uh, are acting up. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Cog? Outside of yeah, man. I'm excited for GCX. I've been prepping. I got um, you know, check tickets. Everything's cool. Can't get a conference room, but um, high speed internet it will be there. And then we got days we go hang out. So I'm excited about that to see everybody back for dead is in the chat. He's gonna be there. Nice. A lot of the clan gonna be there. Good to see everyone. Um, as far as Duke, got things cooking, getting ready for um. The uh, what you call it, the Bethesda Microsoft stuff as yep. well, ILP, tons of stuff cooking. So I'm excited for that. I'm in the same position as Trav. I'm gonna have to bring the laptop, bring all the stuff because I'm gonna be actually l- jumping into my own show on Sunday. <laughs> so I can't party too hard with y'all on Saturday. That I'm gonna get my drink on, I'm gonna chill. Oh, you know, now but I can't go make cr- party extra You can, hard you can just get into the Advanced CG after party on Sunday that night is- after Ooh! the show. Powder, yeah. get that. Make sure you get your powder. It's gonna yeah. be lit. Gonna, it's gonna be a powder party. You gotta participate, Trav. We're gonna have all worry, the man. powder for you. I I am going to make sure that you have a great lighting and microphone on Sunday morning <laughs> from your hospital bed. I think you're gonna be really. I think it's a stomach pumped from alcohol yeah, poisoning. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It'll be a Is great that that? For, 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 first live stream from an ambulance. It'll be great. <laughs> Bro, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, I got I got two shows to do right at on Saturday. We got the live show for the Xbox uh Microsoft Bethesda conference. And then I think Maddie wants to do something. So we'll see. We'll figure it out. But I I got all my equipment ready and we definitely have to do some form, even if it's already recorded. Last word, all three of us together record. Even if it's just an impression live at GCX, I want margaritas in hand. I want beach backdrops. I want Travis out there with the suit in the hot sun because he's going to die in that floor. He don't yeah, know what that floor he's about to do to him. Yeah. He's going to Bro. die in that suit. I've, I've and I want to see the, it. I've been in the Middle Eastern deserts in a full suit. I think oh, I'll be all let's right. let's go. <laughs> I'll be let's okay. Let's go. <laughs> Let me see. E, e bringing the dad Crocs. What you doing? <laughs> I've never owned a pair of Crocs in my life. What the fuck? I had to tease you. <laughs> I will wear you bring no cowboy boots. No, I don't, I've never owned a pair of cowboy boots either. Thank you very much. Don't Yo, lie, that would be wild funny. Like, like if you let's say like no, you really, seriously, if, never. <laughs> I've never put my foot in a cowboy boot. My calf wouldn't you, fit in a cowboy boot. Are you kidding true. me? Big calves, big calves, big calves. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, fit. But wear the hat though. I don't, hat. You, you I don't feel like Texas. you own a bolo tie and a pair of spurs. Personally, the only thing I've got is the assless chaps. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't bring that. What's up with the bosses? Assless chaps and a thong for the pool. I'm good to go. No, I got the speedo no. for the pool. But <laughs> <laughs> rather, we bring the go figure. Don't, don't bring that. But um, anyway, it's going to be lit. I'm really excited to do that type of a show with y'all. That should be fun. Like, let's say all three of us together to be trapped. I meet him for the first time. In the flash. No, I've not met any of you guys. Yeah. No, we gotta give him a hug. We, gotta, we just gotta give met. Travis a hug. Yeah. And every time mm-hmm. we give him a hug, we're just gonna like give him a, a bear hug and then just like pop his back. Yeah, yeah, just squeeze yeah. him. Just gotta squeeze somehow him. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling you, guys are, you, guys, <laughs> you guys are gonna be shocked at how short I am. It's really it's really I'm uh I've got the what? body of I've got the body of present day Bernie Sanders for sure. Well, you guys are gonna be alarmed. It's gonna be great. So I'm very excited. It's gonna be oh, good. I, I, I haven't I, met anybody I stream with or podcast with. 
Any, so like wait, Ames this or Richard? Hogue but you bet Teddy. Teddy probably might be coming. Right? Might be. I met allegedly. Teddy in real life. Okay, that's true. Okay, that's true. He stayed at my place for for a week. Yeah, you did say right. But everyone else, yeah, it would be your first time. That'd be dope. Yeah. Everybody's gonna meet everybody. That's right. E, what you got going on? We, um, yeah, no, in between Guardian Games content, just uh, potentially either streaming some Destiny or working into my next indies, and then of course, just happy to have. Uh, some advanced CG hydration. So this is yeah, the no, no. non-caffeine. No excuse, Trav. Trav, no excuse. Get the powder now. You got to get it. Yeah. No addiction, no yeah, fix. Yeah, totally. For sure. Powder. Eight okay. ounce on the cut. You're good to go. Save Wipe your nose. 15, Wipe your nose. Save 10% when you know. with, uh, power, with Cody Bontis. Code Iron Lord. You know what I'm saying? Powder. Code oh, Thai guy. Code Thai guy fits Code too well. Code yeah. That's like perfect. Ty guy. guy. Code Ty guy. That's like the cool. easiest I one. Think, I don't think I don't think you want me slinging powder. I, <laughs> I I look like the guy who's who does too much powder <laughs> is what my role is. I sample my own product. Perfect marketing. As long yeah. as you don't go partying so with good. that one congr- congressman I saw on the news doing some stuff, yeah. you're probably okay. So you're I'll sell it out of my briefcase. Pop yeah. open a briefcase. It's just filled with you got little white bag, baggies. little bags of white powder. <laughs> you go through you go through airport security. and They open and they're like, "We're gonna be here for a while, sir. We're gonna have to test every one oh, of these." That's right. That's right. Listen, man, It'll be good. That's gonna be fun. Well, if you're in a suit the entire time, if you're in a suit the entire time, you are definitely gonna get a little toasty. Nice thing about the Leviathan slash Rosen Shingle Creek is it is all indoors, so you won't technically have to go yeah. outside. So it's up to you. I mean, that's golf? the life I live already, never going outside. Sounds fantastic. That's what we most of us do now, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was goal. like the longest 30-minute outro we've ever had. Yeah, we made up the whole show for that. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, honestly, GCX is very exciting. It's coming. Very. Uh, my wife is just going to get to chill by the pool for like four days and not have to worry about me or the dogs or anything. So she always has fun for a couple days when I'm like, you're busy on the floor. I'm going to like get up, have a leisurely breakfast. Read a book by the pool, get like some margarita, get some shrimp, maybe all that yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. now that will be uh, she enjoys the relaxing and then I'm going to get to see her on the bookends of the day for a couple days. But we're there a little early, so I got a couple days of just chill. So nice. that's about all we got. So this is kind of a, you know, rambling show. But thank you guys. Um, for me, it was just nice to put a pin in Elden Ring and finish that. So now I can like I'll be like, all right, now now I can do other things. But I had to finish that before I'm like, I start anything What's next else. on your list. Yeah. Uh, Tunic is probably the first one I'll do. Nice. So there's Tunic, Have a Nice Death. Those are two that I really wanted to get to and never got to. I want to give some space before I do Horizon because the summer is still quiet to my knowledge of big releases. And like Horizon yeah. in July or August, I don't think anything's going to be like pulling at me because like Forsaken or Forspoken, um, I wanted to play, but that got pushed to like November or something like that. So it's going to be a while. So I mean, for big single releases, there's all Horizon will be. Nice for a big summer lull, I think. So. Um, yeah, I've been yeah. playing Rogue Legacy 2. That, I, I saw that too, that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People love it. Quite that. good, quite good. Yeah. yeah, I'm hearing good things. My boy Kaibatsu's playing it, loving it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's quite a few on my list of smaller games I wouldn't mind getting into. So Stuff that doesn't have to be 100 hours long. When you said like 8 to 10 or Trek to Yomi's like 6, I'm like, yeah, yeah long, long evening stream or something, knock it out in a day, I'd be, I'm down mm-hmm. for that. Well, that is about all we got, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are going to wrap up the podcast there. So thank you, chat, for all being around as we wrap this thing up. I know some of you guys are taking off. So thank you for everything. Thank you for the show. And we got a few more weeks until 
new season and then GCX is about a month out. So for the gentleman here, Ty Guy Cognito and myself, thank you, chat. Thank you for all the listeners. And if you made it to the end and you're on audio or video, thank you guys for making it this far. We thank you all. And for this episode, it has been the last, the last word. word.